AU100 is WAUE and WAUE HD. Waverly, Auburn, Opelika, home of Lee Scott Academy Athletics on the Lee Scott Sports Network. The action is right here. This is Lee Scott Academy Baseball, brought to you by Auburn Express Towing on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, sponsored by Auburn Express Towing, also Brook Law Group, the Gouge Performing Arts Center, Auburn Bank, and Russell Building Supply. Now, here is color analyst Carter Bird and the voice of Lee Scott Academy Athletics, Jacob Goins. We are live at John Mills Field here on the campus of Lee Scott Academy in Auburn, Alabama. Jacob Goins with you here on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic as I welcome you inside the Russell Building Supply Countdown to First Pitch. It's all brought to you by Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Experience and knowledge from the pros at your hometown, home center. And got a color commentator today. I have Christian Griffin joining me as a little bit of a wind here at Lee Scott Academy. Nice to have you on the broadcast, man. Yeah, it's great. I appreciate you having me on. Well, it's going to be a little chilly when that sun goes down. We are set up right behind home plate here at John Meals Field. The sun starting to set back behind the press box as the breeze picks up a little bit, getting final warm-ups in as the JV game has wrapped up here in the varsity, getting set to go as Lee Scott Academy hosting Glenwood, the rival Gators, in town for a one-game battle here at Lee Scott Academy. Of course, tomorrow we'll be on the road as we'll have a doubleheader at Glenwood tomorrow and Christian, you're new to this rivalry, so I'll tell you a little bit about it. Lee Scott and Glenwood, these two teams are the best that it gets at 3A and AISA. You had Lee Scott Academy win the championship game in high school football, defeating Glenwood on the football field to win the state championship back in the fall. Then in basketball, Glenwood defeated Lee Scott in the boys' game in the final four to go on and win the state championship in basketball. So these two teams, they know a thing or two about each other, and they know a thing or two about winning some championships. Championships and both squads are geared up and ready to go to try and get a state title in baseball here this season. We'll go ahead and give you starting lineups brought to you by Lee County Revenue Commissioner Olene Price, who reminds you that if you need services from her office, there's the main office at the courthouse in Opelika and satellite offices in Auburn and Smith Station. We'll start with the visiting Glenwood Gators, who are 14-3 and overall this season. We'll give you one through nine in the batting order. It'll be Milam batting in the first spot, Tharp, then Griggs. It'll be Brandon McCray. Crane, the first of the McCrane brothers, batting in the fourth spot. Page, who will be batting fifth. Holman at sixth. Edwards at seventh. Mason McCrane, the other duo of the McCrane brothers, he'll be batting eighth. And then Burton will clean up in the ninth spot. It'll be Page, number 24, to go on the mound today for the Glenwood Gators. And for your Lee Scott Warriors, batting one through nine, it'll be Kate Hudson, Thomas Whittington, Garrett West, Jake Cummings, Sam Jackson, Lane Eddins, Landry Cochran, Hayden Harper, and Pelzer Reese. And West will get the start on the mound today for Lee Scott. Those are your starting lineups brought to you by Lee County Revenue Commissioner Olin Price, who reminds you that if you need services from her office, there's the main office at the courthouse in Opelika and satellite offices in Auburn and Smith Station. We'll go ahead and take a break. When we come back, we'll have you ready for first pitch between Lee Scott and Glenwood here on the Lee Scott Sports Network. Stay tuned. This is Lee Scott Baseball on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. 
Bending, stretching, walking, the simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive-through lumberyard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewardsman. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. This is Zach Alsterbrook with Alsterbrook Law Group, specializing in family law, criminal defense, DUI, and personal injury. Alsterbrook Law Group can help you. 114 North Knight Street in downtown Opelika, serving Lee County and the surrounding areas for over 10 years. Remember, if you want someone that has your back, call Zach. 737-3718. Big city experience, small town values. Alsterbrook Law Group. No representation is made that the quality of services to be performed is the greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. We're live from Auburn Bank Signing Day. Angela scanning the closing documents. Looks like the competitive rate her Auburn Bank mortgage lender promised. She gets the pen, clicks it once, twice, spin move, and we have a signature. Angela Green is a first-time homeowner. With competitive rates, online applications, and hands-on mortgage lenders, the wins just feel bigger. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, NMLS number 403461. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. Action is presented by Auburn Express Towing. Now, back to the action. The wind continues to blow as we get you ready for Lee Scott Baseball hosting the Glenwood Gators here at home. Jacob Goins and Kristen Griffin with you here on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. And Kristen, want to get your thoughts on this because you used to play baseball. And in a colder evening like this when the temperature is going to continue to drop, going to get close to freezing tonight. It'll be in the mid-30s as the sun continues to go down. The temperature continues to drop. How do you prepare for a night like this and how do you play? in colder weather here in the month of March. Well, the biggest thing is you got to stay warm. I wouldn't be surprised if both coaches have the, have, have the dugouts run into the poles uh, in between a couple of innings here just to stay loose. I mean, that's the biggest thing that you're going to see here. And on the field, expect the pitching staff to try and run the ball inside a little bit. Hitters don't love getting their hands inside the ball on a cold night like this. And if you're not finding barrels, 
uh, you're going to have to p pick up your hands as well in the batter's box. And as a hitter and a pitcher as well, with the wind blowing like it is, seems like it's changed directions on us a couple of times. It continues to kind of be inconsistent, if you will, as it'll come in big gusts like it is right now, then it'll completely die down. How do you adjust to that as a hitter and a pitcher? That's just one thing you have to communicate in the dugout, especially as the outfield. I was a center fielder in high school. Uh, I played in, played in the outfield in college as well. That's one thing. I mean, you just got to communicate with the outfield. You're sitting there in between every single pitch, or at least in between every batter, every mm -hmm. inning. You're looking at uh, where the flag is or wherever the trees are blowing because, like what you said, I mean, when we got here, it was blowing from the left field foul pole down towards the first base box. Uh, I mean, now it's almost like it's blowing out. So right. That's just one of those things. you got to be able to communicate. you got to be able to make adjustments to it. Well, we had a 545 first pitch start as Glenwood's still on the field warming up just a little bit, so we should have first pitch coming up in just a few minutes. This is the Russell Building Supply countdown to first pitch. It's all brought to you by Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply Experience and Knowledge from the Pros at your hometown home center. And as we talk about it, the wind just died down just like that. So bear with us all night long as we'll be dealing with uh, the wind coming in and out here at John Mills Field. But what a beautiful evening for baseball. The, the temperature's going to drop all night long, but should be a beautiful night. The lights will kick on here in just a few minutes. And, man, you just can't get over how good this field looks here at John Mills Field, the newly renovated as it is with the grass and the dirt, the big blue wall going all the way around. I mean, just a beautiful ballpark, one of the best ones you're going to see in high school baseball and across the state of Alabama. It is. It really does. It looks sharp and I mean, like what we said when Tim Hudson came here, he realized, hey, we're going to make some adjustments here. We're going to make some changes. I know you've been looking at it. This is my first time getting a view of it. And, yeah, it, it's pretty, especially for a high school baseball field. Well, looking forward to it as Lee Scott and Glenwood set to do battle here in a one-game series tonight. Lee Scott will go on the road for a doubleheader tomorrow against Glenwood, a big area game as Lee Scott and Glenwood, two opponents that know each other oh so well in every single sport. They are set to go in just a few minutes. Again, Glenwood 14-3 and three overall. Lee Scott 10-2 and two in the last time out, we saw this Lee Scott team on Saturday. They got two back-to-back -back wins against Southern Academy. They started out with a 12-4 victory in Game 1. Then they took a 7-1 victory in Game 2, where we saw multiple pitchers go in multiple games. In Game 2, you had four pitchers get at least two strikeouts. The other two got threes. Kate Hudson, Sam Jackson with two apiece. Garrett West and Lane Eddins had three in relief. As Glenwood steps off the field, we are just about ready to go. We'll take one more quick break here on the Lee Scott Sports Network as that wraps up the Russell Building Supply countdown to first pitch. Again, it's all been brought to you by Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Experience and knowledge from the pros at your hometown home center. We'll be back in 30 seconds here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Look out. Gory's Furniture Express is bursting at the seams, but it's not a structural issue. You don't need to wear a hard hat. Just get to Gory's now and take home all the top quality furniture you can, because they've got it wall to wall. So you get great pricing and always outstanding customer service. Just bring your truck and enjoy your new furniture that day, or delivery is available. Gory's, Highway 169, Opelika. Gory's Furniture Express, your express way to save Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Life isn't made. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. 
Society's Glue Guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. You're listening to the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, the official broadcast partner of Lee Scott Academy Athletics. As the coaches exchange lineups here at John Meals Field, Lee Scott and Glenwood getting set to go here on the baseball diamond. Jacob Goins, Christian Griffin with you here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. And I don't believe we're going to have a national anthem. I believe they played it during the JV game. So as Lee Scott takes the field defensively, no anthem. And so we'll get right into it. And again, here is your uh, starting lineup. We already mentioned it once. We'll give it to you again. That was brought to you by Lee County Revenue Commissioner Olene Price, who reminds you that if you need services from her office, there's the main office at the courthouse in Opelika and satellite offices in Auburn and Smith Station. It'll be Garrett West on the mound this evening for Lee Scott. And as I mentioned, in game two on Saturday against Southern, he came in into relief and brought three strikeouts, one of two Lee Scott pitchers to get three strikeouts on the day. So... Lee Scott feels comfortable with him on the mound, and we'll see how his start can go. So number 19, Garrett West, will be on the mound. It'll be Hudson Whittington, West batting in the third spot. Then Jake Cummings, Sam Jackson, Lane Edens, Landry Cochran, Hayden Harper, and Pelzer Reeves. As, um, as Pelzer Reeves will clean up in the nine spot. As Lee Scott gets ready to go, as Glenwood will step up, we are just about ready for first pitch between Lee Scott and Glenwood here on a Monday evening in Auburn, Alabama. The stands are full. Everybody's got sweatshirts on except me. I think I missed the memo here, so I may get a little chubby, but uh, we'll let a momentum and maybe some good play from Lee Scott keep me, keep me warmed up here. As Lee Scott and Glenwood, again, just can't talk enough about this rivalry between these two schools. They know each other so well. These guys play against each other in every single sport. They've grown up together being just 35 minutes down the road and a good turnout of, of Glenwood fans as well. I expect nothing less tomorrow night when we go on the road for Lee Scott at Glenwood. But man, what a beautiful night for baseball. Lights have come on here at John Mills Field. It is. You gotta love it. A little bit of chills. Yeah. But yeah, as I was gonna say, you might have to start running some polls with, I might. with both teams. <laughs> in between innings, I might. You never know what I'm liable to do. Whatever it takes to stay warmed up out here. And so we'll give you your infield and outfield for Lee Scott starting right to left. At first base, it'll be Sam Jackson. Second base will be Pelzer Reeves. Shortstop, Hayden Harper. And at third base, Cade Hudson, his usual spot. Right to left in the field, it'll be Jake Cummings in right. It'll be Thomas Whittington in center. And Landry Cochran in left. I already mentioned Garrett West will be your starting pitcher tonight. And behind home plate will be Lane Eddins, and we are just about ready to go. Lee Scott in their home navies with the navy hats, navy shirts, navy pants with the white letters and red numerals on the front, white numerals on the back. Glenwood in their road orange uniforms with gray pants with no stripes and gray numbers and letters across the front. It'll be Milam, number 10, the designated hitter, who will step in for pitch number one, and we are underway as Lee Scott and Glenwood, and we start with a ball to Milam. I expect both dugouts to be active tonight, very loud, very entertained, and uh, very into tonight's ballgame as they should play a big factor. So the first pitch from Garrett West was a ball. 1-0 count now on Milam, the first hole hitter, and a little high outside for ball number two. 
good presence in that left-handed batter's box is Milam. As West started him off with a curveball. We don't see that too often. The first pitch of the game shows a little bit of a threat. The 2-0 now from West trying to get into the strike zone. Big swing, can't make contact. He did tip it, as the umpire says, for strike number one. So a 2-1 count now. See if West can settle in his first strike of the game. 2-1 count, still nobody on. First batter of the ballgame for Glenwood. It'll be Milam, Tharp, and Griggs who are up in this first inning. West delivers the 2-1. Went down for it, can't get there. Strike two, and the count's even to two apiece. As the wind picks up a little bit, again, should be on and off all night long, so bear with us here on AU100, AU100FM.com, and the AU100 app. Here's the 2-2 from West trying to get a punch out first batter of the game, and he laid off of it, did Milam, it was in the dirt, and a full count now. Tonight's game presented by Auburn Express Towing. Whether you're having car trouble in an accident or you in a business and need a car moved, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24 hours. Towing services, the 3-2, and it's a walk. The first batter of the game is a walk, and Glenwood has a leadoff base runner to start the night. Good job of Milam laying off two curveballs there, and the count went after a changeup. But laid off that 2-2 curveball to bring it to a full count, and draws a walk on the low fastball. And that'll bring up number 14, the left-hander Tharp. Well, the man on, still nobody out. No score between Lee Scott and Glenwood here in the top of this Auburn Bank first inning. First pitch shows butt and sends it back into the net for strike number one. This is the Auburn Bank first inning. Auburn Bank champions of you and proud to sponsor Lee Scott Warrior Baseball. Interested to see here with the sun not quite shining or not quite setting throughout the entire field. Uh, looks like a couple of the outfitters holding up their gloves. So ball in the air could provide a little bit of a trouble here for both teams. Yeah, especially out there in right with Jake Cummings. Got his hand up in the air to try to block it. Here's an 0-1 pitch now from West. And he throws over to first, trying to catch him, and he's back in time. Just checking on him over there. Still an 0-1 count with nobody out and a man on first for Glenwood as Tharp has an 0-1 count against him. He's got a look at turn two here with the ball on the ground. West peeks back at first, finds the pitch he likes, kicks and fires. And a called strike two with one more to go. Garrett West looking for his first punch out. I mentioned in the pregame he came into relief on Saturday in game two, had three strikeouts in relief. He was three of four pitchers to see action on Saturday in game two. And he's got an 0-2 count now on the left-handed hitter Tharp in the two-hole. Man on first, 0-2 count. Here's the pitch from West. Looking for a count he likes. Kicks and fires. And lays off of it. Does Tharp. Can't get the call. Fans don't agree with it. And a 1-2 count now on the two-hole hitter Tharp. Tharp tried to call time. The umpire almost gave it to him. He flinched a little bit, but noticed that, noticed that West was already starting his delivery. So that might have been a, a beneficial call for the batter, knowing that he wanted to give him time, but didn't. Runner on first. About a three-step lead over off of first base. West pays him no attention. Here's the one-two from him. Runner thinks, thinks about going, doesn't do so, and that's low in the dirt. Evens up the count at two. Good backdoor curveball there from, from West. Thought did a good job laying off here. So Lee Scott looking for the first out of the ball game. 2-2. Two -two. Runner on first for Glenwood. As Tharp has a 2-2. Two -two. Runner goes. Strike three, swing and catcher pops up. He dropped it. So we get a strikeout, but Glenwood does take second base and the first strikeout of the day for Garrett West. And he's on the board with one. And Glenwood's got one away, top of this first inning. But they do have a man on second in scoring position. 
But that'll bring up Lane Griggs, number two, starting at third base this afternoon. Batting in that three spot for Glenwood. Has a runner on, one away. Still no score between Lee Scott and Glenwood. Time of the first. Lights have come on. Continuing to set here at John Hills Field. First pitch to him is tipped back into the net. Strike one. A leadoff walk has gotten Glenwood a runner to second base with just one out and an 0-1 count on Lane Griggs. Second baseman cheats over, then gets back. Here's the 0-1 from West. Dropped it in there. Good call. Strike two. Great pitch there. Right on the outer half. Frozen up a little bit. Looking to see if he can get a second strikeout of the evening. It's a righty-on-righty matchup. West, the right-hander, has an 0-2 on the right-handed hitter Griggs for the punch out. Dropped it in there, same pitch, couldn't get it up in for the first ball of the at-bat. He went right back to it, just couldn't quite get it up there. He did, and it's a great take there from, from Griggs. You just see that pitch again, you see the same exact spot. So you want to chase it knowing that he got that pitch the last time. Good, good layoff there. One-two count, one out, man on second as West peaks back at second a couple of times, delivers the one-two, and it's a driller, and it's down for a base hit in right field. One run will score for the Gators. He's going to turn one. That's all the way to the wall. Nobody played it. Goes all the way to the wall for Lee Scott, and a stand-up double on what should have been a single, and Glenwood's on the board. They lead Lee Scott one nothing here at the top of this Auburn Bank first inning. A double from Griggs on what looked like a routine single, into right, goes all the way to the wall out there near that 325 and stands up on second base. And again, Glenwood on top of Lee Scott, one nothing. They strike early, do the Gators here on the road. Yeah, a lot of miscommunication there. You thought, you would have, I almost thought the first baseman, Jackson, was going to go after that ball. And then all of a sudden, you see the center fielder and right fielder both both stop. Neither of them go after it. As that pitch is big between uh, the catcher's legs, it ends behind home plate tonight. It's a wild pitch, and the runner goes from second to third. So now another runner in true scoring position for the Gators. They lead one nothing here with just one out in the top of this Auburn Bank first inning, and a 1-0 count now on Brandon McCrane, one of those two uh, very talented McCrane brothers in any sport. Uh, they are very well known, and Brandon up to bat now with a 1-0 count runner on third. Here it is. And gets jammed up a little bit, sends it into the right portion of the net in foul territory to even up the count at one apiece. One's across the board now. One ball, one strike, and one out. Brandon McCrane starting at shortstop this afternoon, bat or this evening, I should say, batting in the fourth spot for the Gators. Has a runner on third, a 1-1 count. With just one out on the top of this first inning. Here's the 1-1 from West. Jams him up a little bit. It's a blooper up to the shortstop. Can't make the play up the middle. Second baseman backs him up as McCrane will reach on the infield single. And Glenwood scores again. And just like that, it's 2-0 Gators. It's one of those results that you hate as a pitcher. You get, get the ball in up on the hands and you get the result that you want. But contact is almost too weak to be able to get an out. Run scores and you don't get an out on the play. You saw Harper at shortstop come over to try to make the play. Just couldn't quite get there. Like you said, a little weak hit, uh, but it was good enough to get on base. And that one's in there for called strike one. On page number 24, your starting pitcher this evening for Glenwood with his first bat attempt of the evening. Has an 0-1 count with a runner on first for Glenwood. They've struck twice already here at the top of this Auburn Bank first inning. West throws back to first trying to get McCrane, and he slides back in time. Doesn't have a huge lead over there, just checking up on him. West with a strikeout already. Giving up a couple of hits. 
and two runs here in the top of this first inning. As it's 2-0, Glenwood on the road early. Here's the pitch from West, and it's low, but a good stop behind the plate from Eddins to even up the count of one. Wind picking up a little bit. It'll be on and off all night long. Here at John Mills Field on the campus of Lee Scott Academy, and the Warriors trail Glenwood early, 2-0. Well, the runner on first, it's a 1-1 count. Two page, and tries to drop it in. Can't catch the outside corner for a 2-1 count. Wynn really picking up a little bit now. As West behind in the count now on the mound for Lee Scott. He's got 2-1 on Page, trying to even up a two apiece. Runner goes. James and sends it into foul territory back near the concession stand. Runner will have to return. And Garrett West looking for his second strike out of the day. A big opportunity here to get a second out of the inning. They would. Or see if you can drop that curveball in, jam a little bit, get a ground ball, 6-4-3. I'd be all right with that, too. Yeah, absolutely. Trying to make up for two runs given up here in the first. A 2-2 count now for Page. Runner on first, four-step lead. Peaks him. He kicks and fires the 2-2. And it's hit into right center. It's going to be a blooper. Got to come up and make a play. Let's it drop. And that'll be a single for Page. As in right field, Jake Cummings made a decision, a business decision, if you will. Let it hit in front of him to say he could have tried to dive, maybe make a play on it. But if it gets past you with Glenwood speed, they probably score another one. He made the business decision and gave up the single instead. He did. And you can tell his son became a little bit of a factor there. Took that first step back. And then after that, didn't want to, didn't want to make two mistakes in the same play. Otherwise, uh, decision to let it play. Let it bounce in front of you. Keep the double play in check. So Glenwood now with runners on first and second. Still just one away here in the top of this Auburn Bank first inning. As West peaks back at second, fires the first pitch, and catches the outside corner strike one on Holman, number 21, starting in left this afternoon for Glenwood. One out top of the Auburn Bank first inning. Lee Scott trails Glenwood 2-0, trying to get to the bats for the first time. And they throw back to second, trying to get him, and unable to do so as Hayden Harper, the shortstop, cheated over a little bit, trying to sneak up on second base, but he's able to get back in time. The 0-1 to Holman. And takes a hack at it, can't make contact for strike two. As a former, you pitched a little bit, huh, right? You pitch a little bit? When I was younger, what, every, okay. what everybody did. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what everybody did. Well, I was going to ask you your pitching recommendation, but as a batter, what do you look for here as he delivers the 0-2 after this? I, I was going to say, you're either looking for a curveball in the door, dirt or a fastball up at your eyes. You're honestly kind of looking off for, or looking out for either one of them. And that's exactly what he got. It was a curveball in the dirt as the runner will go from second to third. A good stop behind the plate from Lane Eddins. But... Glenwood has runners on the corner. So now a 1-2 count. Runners on the corners. You've got to be ready if you're the infield. Double play still a factor here. But if you have to get an out, you got to go home. Not a force out, though, on third. It's a 1-2. Here it is from West. And gets the call. Strike three on home in the second strike out of the night for Garrett West. Great fastball there. Right at the knees on the inner half of the plate. And a big strikeout, maybe a confidence booster for West as he gets the second strikeout of the inning. Glenwood still has a 2-0 lead. Runners on the corners. He's got looking to get out of the inning. As Edwards, number 11, the catcher for Glenwood, steps into the box for the first time, the right-hander. 
The first pitch from West. And a little low, but gets the call. Strike one. Yeah, a strikeout right there. It's one of those plays you could go back to and circle and look back into in a couple of innings. Because if you put that ball in play, worst case scenario is a double play. But if you put the ball in play, you get a sacrifice fly or a little chopper. That scores another run. So if it's a one-run game late here, we'll go back, go back and circle that strikeout. As that pitch is in the dirt from West to even up the count at one apiece. Still two away, top of the Auburn Bank first inning. Glenwood with a 2-0 lead on Lee Scott with runners on the corners for the Gators. They're looking to do more damage, and the Warriors looking to get to the bats for the first time. West peaks back at first. Delivers the 1-1, and it's in the dirt. Off of Lane Edens. Runner's going to come in and score as the ball hits the backstop. And Glenwood, a perfect start here on the road. They're up 3-0 early with still just two outs in this first inning. It does, and it seems like everything's gone right for Glenwood. Even the sacrifice bunt attempt that failed uh, on the second batter of the inning ended up getting a strikeout on a, in a steal at the same exact time, so it worked just like a sacrifice. A couple of pass balls or wild pitches, however those want to be scored. And it seems like they're taking advantage of every single Lee Scott mistake here early. And we have a mound visit from head coach Tim Hudson. We'll see if... They make a pitching change this early. Not sure if they will. Hudson normally uh, pretty confident in his pitchers and is usually one uh, to leave them in and let them sort of finish this thing out. So we'll see what the decision is. Uh, we'll leave it right here. Uh, Jacob Goins, Christian Griffin with you here on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. A reminder that today's game is brought to you by Auburn Express Towing. Whether you're having car trouble in an accident or you own a business that need a car moved, call Auburn Express Towing offering 24-hour towing services. And as I figured... They're going to leave Garrett West on the mound. This is his inning to finish. As he has given up three runs off of three hits, but a couple of throwing errors and a couple of uh, misplayed balls in the field have given Glenwood a 3-0 lead on the road early in the top of this first inning. So it's still a 2-1 count on Edwards. With a runner on second now, still damage to be done for Glenwood. And tries to catch the outside corner. Could have gone either way. Doesn't get it, though. And a hitter's count now at 3-1. Mason McCrane, the other McCrane brother, on deck for the Gators. West turns, throws to second, and almost threw it into the outfield. He threw it to the left as Hayden Harper came to the right side of the bag and almost another missed throw and another base taken for Glenwood. But Harper able to reel it in. Almost dangerous right there for Lee Scott. It was. It was very dangerous, especially with two outs here. You know, I wanted to give that runner any extra room because we've seen a couple pass balls already, and that could add to the fourth run. The 3-1, and it's low and a walk. As Eden stopped it, but it was a walk anyway. And Glenwood has runners on first and second now as the second walk of the inning for Garrett West. And Mason McCrane will step up. The tall left-handed hitter who will start at first base this evening for Glenwood steps in left and then right. Bright orange bat matches his jersey color just about <laughs> high off his shoulder. The first pitch to him and tried to sneak it inside, swiped the knees, couldn't get the call, ball one. Glenwood on top, 3-0 here in the top of the Auburn Bank first inning. Lee Scott looking to get to the bats with a 1-0 count on the 8-hole hitter, Mason McCrane. Two away, two on base, first and second. Here's the 1-0. And gets the call, strike one. Evened up at one apiece, one ball, one strike, two away. Garrett West trying to get out of an inning here. Delivers to McCrane, low in the dirt, but a good stop behind home plate again from late Edens. 
Outfield in a little bit of a shift, favoring that left-handed pull side. Infield just about as straight up as they can be. Shortstop Harper, a little closer to second base, making sure the runner doesn't get too far off. The 2-1 swings and hits it into the Glenwood dugout. It'll even it up at two apiece. Two is across the board now. Two balls, two strikes, and two outs. A big out here needed for Lee Scott to try to get a couple of runs back with the bass. They trail Glenwood 3-0 on a 2-2 count, two away. Runners on first and second. West trying to get out of a big inning here. You want action here. You don't want that ball to get the count to get to 3-2. And swung on down the third baseline, but pulls it foul, and Mason McCrane will step in and do it again. Going back to that point, you want action on this 2-2. You don't want to give those hitters... I'm sorry, the, the runners, the base runners, uh, an early start with that 3-2 full count. You want to go ahead and get, the, get a strike here, get action. Worst-case scenario, double happens. You try and keep it a second and third rather than both runners scoring easily. We'll see what the go-to is for Garrett West. 2-2 two, two count, peak second, delivers it. And tip foul back towards the dugout again, hits the net. And another 2-2 two, two pitch coming. West and McCrane battling now between Lee Scott and Glenwood with runners on first and second for the Gators. They lead Lee Scott 3-0 here in the top of the Auburn Bank first inning. West trying to get out of it. Here's the 2-2 to McCrane. Got him swinging, dribbling to first. Comes up, and it's going to be a race to the bag. And first baseman gets there, called out at first base. It was close, but a good play from Sam Jackson. And the third out of the inning is recorded. A ground out from Mason McCrane. We'll head to the bottom of the first. But Lee Scott has a deficit heading to the bottom. They trail Glenwood 3-0 here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. Lee Scott Warrior Athletics live here. You're listening to the Lee Scott Sports Network. Well, a 3-0 deficit is not what you want heading to the bottom of the first, but good thing is you've got time to make up for it as Lee Scott trails Glenwood 3-0 heading to the bottom of the Auburn Bank first inning. They give up a couple of hits. They give up a couple of runs. And Lee Scott coming up to bat now trying to put a dent in the damage from Glenwood. It'll be Kate Hudson, Thomas Whittington, and Garrett West. The three batters do up for Lee Scott to start the ball game here in the bottom of the Auburn Bank first inning. And Christian, what what happened to Lee Scott there defensively? A uh, little miscues on the mound, a couple miscues in the field, and all of a sudden it's three nothing Glenwood. It is. I mean, it's, it, it seems like one of those things where 
the mistakes continue to pile up, and that's one thing that as a coach and you know as a player too, you try to eliminate. You can you can make one mistake or one mistake here and there, but when you let them snow pile and domino effect and domino effect, you know we see a ball get misplayed in the outfield, he gets on second, a pass ball, he gets the third, and then a little chopper. That's just, you know, right in the middle of the triangle, that scores him. All of a sudden, you look up and another run scores. But then again, we got out of a couple plays as well, so it very much could be four or five. So you're happy with three. You want to chip away here. You don't need to get all three, but you chip away here, get one, get up uh, in the top half of the inning, throw a zero up on the board, and you're feeling right back. You're feeling good about where you are. So the first pitch from Page, number 24 on the mound, to Cade Hudson, is in there for strike one. Here's the 0-1 to him, and hacked at it, did Cade Hudson, and a little bit behind it, and a quick 0-2 hole now on Cade Hudson, who is one of the power hitters on this Lee Scott team. Last time out in the second game against Southern, had a big triple that brought in two runs and a stand-up double as well. So we know the power that Cade Hudson has, and he lifts this into center field, back at the wall, has to make a play, can't do so, gets behind the center field, Going to come in to throw to second. Not in time. How about another stand-up double for Cade Hudson to get the hitting going and the bats working for the Warriors here in the bottom of the first. Great swing there from Hudson, too. Not trying to do too much with it. Inner half of the plate. Pitching staff of Glenwood might not be happy with that 0-2 cookie that he got, but a great job finding a barrel. You can see that wind playing a factor, too, as the center fielder Seemed like he was running figure eights out there trying yeah. to make that play. Yeah, he was turning in circles. <laughs> Good. And it was a tough ball to play with the sun and the wind both playing against him. And that was uh, that was Burton out there in center field. And so Lee Scott has a runner on second thanks to a leadoff double by Cade Hudson. That'll bring up Thomas Whittington, number 17, the left-hander, one of the few on this Lee Scott roster trying to move Hudson or probably or possibly, I should say, bring him home here at this at-bat. And... Thanks about going, decides not to do so, and laid off of it for ball one. Corners playing in, expecting a bunt here. Doesn't show on the first pitch. Wonder if he'll be taking taking a strike, then trying to sacrifice him over. But worst case scenario, try and get a ground ball on the right side, do a job, get Hudson to third base. Page stares back at second, then turns and fires outside. Can't catch the corner ball, too. To give you your infield and outfield for Glenwood, moving right to left on first base, Mason McCrane. Second base will be... I thought I had it. It is Griggs on second base as that's popped up down the third baseline into foul territory, and it's going to land just on the other side of the Glenwood dugout for the first strike of the at-bat for Thomas Whittington at third base for Glenwood. It'll be... I've got Griggs at third, and then at shortstop, I have Brandon McCrane. And then in right in the outfield, moving right to left, I have Tharp at right. Uh, center field, Burton, and who just missed the uh, big play for Kate Hudson to get on second base. And in left, I have Holman. And behind home plate is Edwards. As that one, a little high outside, could have been either way, but called ball, and that's a 3-1 count now. We'll have a mound visit between catcher and pitcher. So on a 3-1 count, it's your typical hitter's count here for Thomas Whittington, runner on second base as a hitter again. What are you looking for? Well, great job there. You're, you're sitting fastball on 2-1 or a 3-1 count. Great job there of him laying off because you want that high fastball, but smart to lay off there. You get into a 3-1 count, you're looking for a fastball to, to, to do damage, but you're still wanting to do your job. That's that's the main goal here. So if you, if you find a fastball that you can hit into right field, that's the perfect case scenario. If not, ground ball here, but it takes that fastball there. Takes fastball in for strike number two. A full count now on Thomas Whittington. Runner on second, thanks to Kate Hudson's leadoff double. No outs yet in the bottom of this Auburn Bank first inning. Lee Scott looking to cut into a 3 no, three nothing deficit against Glenwood. Page delivers. Laid off of it, did Whittington, and it's a walk. Glenwood fans aren't happy about it. And Lee Scott starts off this inning with two base runners, Kate Hudson on second and Whittington on first, thanks to the walk. 
And Garrett West now with his first attempt of the afternoon. Maybe has a little vengeance in his eyes after giving up a few runs on the top of this inning, trying to get him back with the bat here in the bottom of this first inning. Still nobody out for Lee Scott. Runners on first and second. Page looks back at second, now delivers a first pitch high for ball one. It went just straight heat there, just couldn't get it in down inside the strike zone. That's been that's been the mojo so far. He's gotten that fastball and he's got the velocity on it. The at least got Academy hitters seem a little late on it, but can't seem to finish in the zone. A 1-0 count now. Here it is. And dropped it in there. Good looking pitch. Strike one. That's the toughest thing as a batter there. When the pitcher's almost effectively wild and the fastball's missing up, fastball's missing up, all of a sudden you snap a curveball right in there. It's hard to keep your feet planted. Evens up the count at one apiece, stares back at second, and delivers, dropped in another curveball, a little low, gets the call, strike two. One-two count now on Garrett West, the three-hole hitter for the Warriors. Jake Cummings on deck for Lee Scott. Runners on first and second. Nobody out. Bottom of this Auburn Bank first inning. Lee Scott trailing Glenwood 3-0. Page stares back at second, delivers the one-two, and tip back into the net. Foul, and he'll stay alive at one-two. If he tries to throw that curveball again, I'd love it to see West here. I mean, look at that hole on the right side of the infield. Just mm -hmm. smack that curveball. Just go with it. Here's the one-two. Went to the curve. Just couldn't get it in the zone. And it's in for ball three or ball two. Excuse me. They come up throwing to second. Hudson had a big lead. He was expecting something right there. And get is able to get back to second base, though, as uh, the catcher Edwards popped up through immediately. But even the count at two apiece. Good eye from, Whitting, or from West. Excuse me. Great brace running as well. You're seeing dirt ball reads. You're wanting to get that secondary, try and get to third base. Good job stepping on the brakes and get back to second safely. And outside on the 2-2, went heat again, and it is a 3-2 count now on Garrett West. Still nobody out, and another visit between catcher and pitcher for Glenwood. Try to slow it down, get on the same page a little bit. Comes down to how much you trust that curveball. Because that fastball... It's not really your friend right now, but he seemed to be able to throw that curveball in there for a strike. We'll see if West is looking curveball or seeing if he can make him throw a strike with a 3-2 count. Still nobody out first and second for the Warriors. Here's the 3-2. Went fastball, got him swinging, strike three. Well, you talked about it, partner. He, he went to the went to the fastball. He's got some heat on it. And when he puts it in the zone, Lee Scott hitters haven't been able to catch up to it just yet and gets his first strikeout of the day. Jake Cummings up now. Where's number 15 bats right-handed starting in right this afternoon, this evening for Lee Scott. Just one away, bottom of the Auburn Bank first inning. Runner still on first and second for the Warriors. The first pitch. And sneaks it in, strike one. They've made a solid adjustment between the two catchers, st starting that glove a little bit lower in the zone, and it's weird how much, how much a tiny little thing can make such a big difference on that mound. Went back to the same pitch, doesn't get the call in the outside corner, evened up at one apiece. Jay Cummings looking to bounce back after a tough weekend against Southern Academy with a few strikeouts. And hitless in those two games. Looking for a big hit here with runners on first and second. The 1-1 went heat again. Can't get to it. Strike two swinging. One-two count on Jake Cummings. Sam Jackson on deck for Lee Scott. 
Runners on first and second. They trail Glenwood 3-0. The 1-2 from Page kicks and fires. And he went curveball. It's in the dirt. Runners go. And they'll advance from first to second. So good heads-up base running again from Lee Scott. A couple things they do really well. They're heads-up base runners, and they've got speed on the bases no matter who it is. And so two runners move into scoring position now for Lee Scott. So anything in the outfield, you feel pretty good about a run to score for Lee Scott. As a player, I don't like that pitch. I don't like that pitch call. You know, as, as a Lee yeah. Scott announcer, we yeah. love it because the the wild pitch. But I mean, he's blowing the fastball by you. It went fastball again, a little up, and it got a piece of it. Did Jake Cummings and takes it back into the net, stays alive at two-two. Continue. But that curveball, I mean, it, it changes so much of that the at bat now because mm -hmm. now even a simple ground ball is not even a double play and it scores a run. Yep. But he hasn't been able to throw the fastball. Or he hasn't been able to get the barrel to the fastball. He's been late on everything. We'll see if it changes here. 2-2, tried to drop it in, can't do so. And a 3-2-1 across the board now. Three balls, two strikes, and one out for Lee Scott. They can smell some blood here with runners on second and third, trying to get back some of those runs that they gave up in the first. The 3-2 to Cummings. And pop it straight up towards the, towards the press box, into the stands. And hits right behind the bleachers. Hope everybody's okay. And again, stays alive at 3-2. So an effective at-bat for Jake Cummings. He hoped for a hit. You hope for something in play. But he's gotten a lot of pitches so far out of Page in this at-bat. He is. Hudson's the only one that hasn't gone to a full count so far this inning. So worst-case scenario, you're going to get into the pin early, and that can affect you and affect the teams later on uh, tomorrow afternoon. And got him swinging strike three on the curveball. He's got a fastball, and he's got a curveball, and he struck out two Lee Scott batters with both of them, his second one of the day for Page. That's what Velo does to you. That was a big-time missed spot there. He was not trying to go up and in. <laughs> yeah. But when you're sitting there thinking fastball, all of a sudden you see the curveball snap off in front of you, and especially when it's in like this, and like I was talking about earlier, in on your hands. And another one right there. A missed curveball. On Sam Jackson, his first pitch of the at-bat. You're starting first baseman this afternoon, batting in the five spot with two outs. He's got a 1-0 count. Does Sam Jackson runners on second and third. Lee Scott's got to take advantage. Went after the fastball, sends it into right. Oh, that thing's got some momentum. It's gone! Sam Jackson, the big three-run homer. And just like that, the Warriors tie it up here in the first. Sam Jackson put a barrel on the baseball. He said, throw me a fastball, and I'll take a yard. Puts it into the woods, ties it up at three. What a swing there from Jackson. Not trying to do too much with it. Pitch was, on, pitch was up and on the outer half of the plate. And you find the barrel with that win, man. That, nothing stopping that ball today. That thing carried and just kept on going. It just, it just kept accelerating. It never stopped. Could still be going in the woods right now. Hit it over that 300 marker on the wall. At least Scott ties it up three apiece here in the bottom of this Auburn Bank first inning as the first pitch to Lane Eddins is a swing and strike one. Both of those swings from Jackson and from Hudson, not trying to do too much, just letting the velo be the damage in itself. Just find a barrel. And a low called strike two. Don't think I agree with that one. But a quick 0-2 hole on Lane Eddins after the three-run shot from Sam Jackson to bring home Kate Hudson and Thomas Whittington. We are tied at three apiece. Here's the 0-2. 
And got him on the outside corner. Good-looking pitch, and strike three called looking. Three strikeouts for Page on the mound, but gives up a three-run shot to Sam Jackson, who ties the game at three apiece. We're tied at three, heading to the second, here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. This is Zach Alsterbrook with Alsterbrook Law Group, specializing in family law, criminal defense, DUI, and personal injury. Alsterbrook Law Group can help you. 114 North Knight Street in downtown Opelika, serving Lee County and the surrounding areas for over 10 years. Remember, if you want someone that has your back, call Zach. 737-3718. Big city experience, small town values. Alsterbrook Law Group. No representation has made that the quality of services to be performed is the greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. The Gouge Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gougecenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. We head to the second here at John Mills Field on the campus of Lee Scott Academy. And the Warriors, they went to the bottom of the first inning, trailing 3-0. And we head to the second inning, tied at three apiece. Can't do it any better than that. Jacob Goins, Christian Griffin with you here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Well, we talked about going into the bottom of that first inning, how, and you mentioned it as well, how you don't have to get them all back in one swing. Don't have to get them all back here. Just try to get a little momentum. But Sam Jackson had other thoughts. He said, yeah. I'll take all three in one swing. Thank you very much. Yeah, I mean, why do it any other way, right? Make us look like we're the ones that don't know anything. Yeah, we're, exactly. we're the ones that are like, you know, chip away, chip away. Exactly. No, we're going to go ahead and tie this game. That's what's so funny about baseball, but it's straight momentum. I mean, it's three to three. You know, you go into the second tie, but it seems like Lee Scott now has all of the momentum. And if they can hang up a zero here, get back to the bats, try and get the lead, things are going well for, uh, for Lee Scott, and these fans are feeling it as well. First pitch to Burton, the nine-hole hitter, is a strike from Garrett West, and Throws a curveball in there. It's a blooper up to the shortstop. Harper picks it up, throws it over. He dropped it on the first initial hop. And it's an infield single, probably an error is how they record that for uh, against Hayden Harper. And so reached first base on an error, did Burton, and back to the top of the lineup for the Gators. Had a weird hop, a little weird spin on it. Harper had it in his glove, picked it up to go to first, and dropped it on the initial throw. They just couldn't quite get it there in time. Good hustle, though, from Burton down the line. And a great start to the inning for West if you're looking at getting ahead of the strikes, getting weak contact. It's just one of those, one of, again, one of those results that just don't happen to go your way. See if we can roll a double play here. Get Harper back in the positive momentum column here. First pitch to Milam again, back to the top of the order. Number 10, the designated hitter. That's a 1 0 count now. With a runner on first, nobody out. Top of the second inning. And went after one outside and sends that one into the parking lot. Didn't hear any crashed windows, so <laughs> hopefully everything's okay over there. No ooze from the crowd. That's... <laughs> yep, that's normally not a good sign. <laughs> so a 1-1 count now to the one-hole hitter, Milam. He walked his first time up, throws over to first, trying to get the runner, and he stands up back in time. And Milam started the game with a leadoff walk, which was one of those three runs that came around to score in the top of that first inning. West peeks over to first. 
Sets his feet, kicks and delivers. And that's hit hard. Up to shortstop, right into Harper's glove. Throws back to first and gets the double play. Just like that, you asked for the double play. At least got delivered. Hit it right to Hayden Harper. Into his glove on the dirt. Threw back to first and two away here in the second inning. There we go. I was thinking more of a 6-4-3, but... You know, why get the second baseman involved? We'll just go 6-3. We'll clear the bases. Take two outs out of it. We will not complain with a double play. I don't care how you get it, but two away just like that in the top of the second inning. At least got looking to get to the bats yet again as it brings up Tharp in the second hole. Takes one low and away. For ball number one, he struck out his first time up. The first strikeout for Garrett West, who has two so far on the evening. And tried to catch the inside corner. Lee Scott fans wanted the call, couldn't get it, and a 2-0 count. As the temperature drops a little bit here at John Mills Field, Sun just on the outfield now and really only on the center field and left. So we'll see how that affects them out there as the sun continues to drop down behind the press box here. And the first pit or the first strike of the at-bat is in for a 2-1 count now on Tharp. Nobody on, two away. Top of the second inning, tied up at three between Lee Scott and Glenwood. The 2-1, and West just couldn't drop it in. And the hitter's count now at 3-1. Walks hurt you in general, but there's something about those two-out walks that really seem to do damage. Got to find a way to eliminate it. But the fastball misses low. Fastball missed, and a two-out walk, as you mentioned, for Tharp, so he is on base for the first time today. Which will bring up, which will bring up Griggs. Where's number two batting in the third spot, starting third baseman this evening for Glenwood. Hit a big double his last time up, which really got things going for Glenwood in that first inning. First pitch to him, and low for ball one. Man on first, 1-0 count. On Griggs, two away, top of this second inning for Lee Scott, tied up with Glenwood at three apiece. The 1-0. Threw some heat and got him swinging for strike one. And even up the count at one apiece. Garrett West trying to get through a clean inning here after giving up a two-out walk. Throws the 1-1. Runner goes. Catcher pops up. Throws. It's going to be way high and able to almost save. It gets into the grass a little bit. Runner will be safe at second. And so a runner in scoring position now with two away as Tharp able to steal second. Yeah, great read there from Tharp. As soon as that leg kick comes from West, Edens almost doesn't have a play at all. Dives in there easily. 2-1 count now on Griggs, runner on second. West delivers and slides it in there for strike two. And two's across the board now. Two balls, two strikes, two outs, and a strike away from Lee Scott getting back to the bats. The 2-2 count as the lights are on here at John Mills Field. West peeks back at second, kicks and delivers. And jammed him up, sends it foul down over the Lee Scott dugout into foul territory and stays alive at 2-2. And Edens wants to come out and talk to Garrett West for a minute, get on the same page 
make a decision on what you go 2-2 here with a runner on second don't want to give up a hit we've already seen the speed of Glenwood they could run on the bags just as well as Lee Scott and a hit any single is pretty much going to score him on second base as they're still out there talking up comes out to break it up runner on second two balls two strikes and two outs on the third hole hitter, Griggs, if he's able to get on, it is Brandon McCrane on deck for Glenwood. Garrett West trying to get out of it. What's his go-to? Two out, two strike pitch. Here it is. Got him swinging, went up high, and got him swinging strike three. Lee Scott is out of the inning. Garrett West, his third strikeout of the day, avoids a run given up after the two-out walk, and we head to the bottom of the second, tied at three between Lee Scott and Glenwood here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive through lumber yard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewards member. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. We're live from Auburn Bank Signing Day. Angela scanning the closing documents. Looks like the competitive rate her Auburn Bank mortgage lender promised. She gets the pen, clicks it once, twice, spin move, and we have a signature. Angela Green is a first-time homeowner. With competitive rates, online applications, and hands-on mortgage lenders, the wins just feel bigger. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, NMLS number 403461. Bottom of the second inning, and we are tied at three between Lee Scott and Glenwood here on the campus of Lee Scott Academy. Jacob Goins, Christian Griffin with you here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. And a big inning right there as Lee Scott and Glenwood, they both get three runs in that first inning. Lee Scott got two quick outs in the top of this inning, gave up the two-out walk to Garrett West, but ends the inning on a strikeout. He did, and we were talking about this over the break, how much of a momentum at-bat that is. Because now if Lee Scott can go up and hang a zero, it feels like it's almost a two-run swing because of Glenwood's inability to score that runner on second base. And the first pitch called strike one on Landry Cochran, who's starting in left field this evening for Lee Scott. Second pitch is ripped back towards the concession stand and over the net in a quick 0-2 hole now on Landry Cochran. Sun is just about a non-factor here at John Meals Field. You see a little bit on the fence, but none of the players seem affected by it. And a low curveball, late swing from Landry. And he strikes out on three pitches. The fourth strikeout of the day for Page. Looked almost indecisive there. Yeah, the very much so. Very, very much so. Brings up Hayden Harper, starting at shortstop. Made the big double play in that inning. In the top of this inning, I should say. His first at bat of the evening batting in the eighth spot and rips it down the first baseline in foul territory 
got to give it to Page. He throws with a lot of velocity off the mound and at least got really taking these first couple of innings to, to adjust to that. Yes, definitely, definitely. And going back to Harper, talking about that play, baseballs find you. Like the Baseball's a game. It's like, when, I mean, as soon as you don't want the ball to find you, it will. As he pops that one up down the first base line, going to be in foul territory, got to make a play, and the right fielder can't do it. Gets underneath it, but can't make the play. Is Tharp out and right, and Lee Scott stays alive. It is an 0-2 count on Hayden Harper, but maybe that last little bit of sun down there maybe had an effect on the play, and he stays alive at 0-2. Well, that, and you're not, you're not familiar with the field. You're not familiar with how many steps the, the warning track gives you. And when you're running full speed, you know that there's a, a two-and-a-half-foot wall coming right mm -hmm. at your shins. Yeah, I would choose just to not make it. <laughs> I would just, I would just lay off of it. But that's why I'm here, and they're there. As that is popped up into center field, it's going to be shallow. Has to make a play on it. Two of them come over, and the man grab is made from Burton out in center field. So out number two here in the bottom of the second inning after the Hayden Harper flyout, and that brings up Pelzeriz batting in the ninth spot, the backup quarterback for Lee Scott, the state champion quarterback as well, batting in that ninth spot starting at second base this evening for the Warriors. As coach Tim Hudson comes out, asking a couple of questions to the home plate umpire, we're cleared up and ready to go. So two away, tied at three between Lee Scott and Glenwood. Lee Scott batting in the bottom of this second inning. Two away, nobody on for the ninth hole hitter, Pelzer Reeves. He lays off the first pitch, low inside, ball one. And a full, full house here tonight between Lee Scott and Glenwood. Both fans have filled up their respective sides. On a 1-0 count, rips it back into the net for strike one. You'd expect nothing less between Lee Scott and Glenwood. And as I mentioned earlier, Doubleheader tomorrow at Glenwood for this Lee Scott baseball team. 4 o'clock and 6 o'clock right here on AU100, AU100FM.com and the AU100 app. And the 1-1 high inside laid off by Pelzer, 2-1. You might have had a full crowd on your bingo card, but I don't think beanies and hoodies <laughs> were on the bingo card for this evening. But if they were on anybody else's. What we love about Alabama, right? <laughs> yeah. And that one's popped up in the infield from Pelzer on the 2-1. It's going to be a grab to make by the shortstop. Gets underneath it, makes it is Brandon McCrane. And that's how the inning will come to an end. Three up and three down for the Warriors here in the second inning. Tied at three with Glenwood. Stay tuned. Third inning coming up here on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. The Gouge Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gougecenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu. Or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. Hey, it's Steve from the Car Stereo Shop in Auburn. We live in a world that is constantly changing, and the Car Stereo Shop is changing with it. The Internet has created options for shopping and a misconception that your best deals are online. Not always is the cheapest price your best deal. Here's what you can expect at the Car Stereo Shop. Competitive pricing, quality products, a sales staff with outstanding product knowledge, the best warranties, and the best customer service. Come by the store at 1914 Opelika Road or visit us on Facebook or Instagram. To the third inning we go here at John Meals Field. 
Lee Scott and Glenwood in a battle right now, tied at three apiece as the sun continues to drop. It's almost dark outside with the lights on here at John Meals Field. Jacob Goetz and Christian Griffin with you here on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. And remind you that today's game is brought to you by Auburn Express Towing. Whether you're having car trouble in an accident or you own a business and need a car moved, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. As now back to Brandon McCrane. Got an infield single his first time up for the Gators. We'll lead off this third inning for the Gators as Garrett West will step off the mound and reset. The powerful right-handed hitter, Brandon McCrane. Steps in for the first pitch from West and rips it foul back towards the concession stand. Maybe the softball field over there for strike one. Got to give credit to both staffs and their ability to come out and hang zeros up on the board after both giving up a three-piece in the first. West gets the call he likes, kicks and delivers the 0-1. It tries to snag that outside corner with the curveball, can't do it, and evens up the count of one. McCraney with that chopper infield RBI single to bring the, or to give the Gators their second run of the evening. And takes that one straight down the middle and takes it over towards the softball fields and territory, foul territory again. And now a 1-2 count for Brandon McCrane. It is Page on deck for the Gators. He singled his last time up as well. Still nobody on top of this third inning. No outs for Glenwood. Tied up at three apiece with Lee Scott. West looking for a punch out. And took it high. Almost got him in the hands, but gets out of the way to even up the count at two. Both pitchers for Lee Scott and Glenwood have given up some hits, given up some runs, but they've also got some strikeouts as West has three, trying to work on his fourth one, looking for it here on the 2-2. And he got it on the outside corner, called strike three. Yes, he did, as he hollers over to the dugout, pumped up is Garrett West, fourth strikeout on the day. A good-looking pitch from Garrett West, just blew right by him, caught the outside corner, and McCrane never thought about swinging. Working quickly now is West against Page, the new batter, and takes him inside, trying to back him off the plate a little bit for ball one. Working quickly is something you're going to see more often now is that that MLB yeah, yeah. pitch clock. Won't ask your opinions on it quite yet. But. <laughs> that's a hard hit ball up to the shortstop. Harper scoops it up, throws it over a bullet, and is there in time for out number two. So we saw Hayden Harper with the error early in the ball game, but has made a couple of nice plays since then, and already two away. And I'll give you my thoughts. I like it. I like the pitch count. I, I, maybe 15 seconds is a little short for me, that, but I do. I do like the pitch count when it gets to when it gets to the majors. It seems like it's gotten a little long, and so I'm okay with a pitch clock. But 15 seems a little fast. That that is my exact thoughts as well. And a first pitch swing and miss. From Holman, the number 21, the left fielder for Glenwood, has an 0-1 count, struck out his last time up, his first time up, back in that first inning for the Gators. So nobody on two outs, still tied at three between Lee Scott and Glenwood. Rips that one a blooper into right, and a business decision was made again in right field. Jake Cummings lets it drop, and that'll be a two-out single for Holman. So there's that. Cursed two-out base runner for Lee Scott again. Last inning was a walk. West was able to get out of it, but this time it's a two-out single. 
for Holman, which will bring up Edwards. Number 11 walked his last time up, the catcher for the Gators. Right-hander West delivers the first pitch, and a little high for ball one. Runner on first for the Gators, two outs. Tied up at three here with Lee Scott. Your Warriors trying to get back to the bats. It'll be the top of the lineup due up for the Warriors once they get there. 1-0 to Griggs. And sneaks it in there, strike one. It's a tempo fastball right there. That's one of those things that goes a little unseen, but that pause and that the long pause there threw Edwards off a little bit. The 1-1, and tips it back into the net for strike two. As Garrett West looking for his fifth strikeout of the evening. And has Edwards in a 1-2 count, two away, runner on first, and a tie ball game at three. Can Lee Scott get out of a... Two-out base runner again. The one-two from West delivers. Runner goes, drops it in, and tip foul back towards the concession stand. And he just threw the bat at it, did Edwards, to stay alive. Yeah, great. I guess a great f great battle. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if good I would say it was the greatest yeah. swing, but yeah. if you are was very out in front of that curveball, good job there. Just throwing your hands and finding enough of the barrel. So another one-two count for Edwards West. Again, looking for that fifth strikeout with a runner on first. The one-two peeks over at first. Sets his stance on the hump. High fastball here. Let's go back to the dugouts. Nods three times, kicks and delivers. Got him on the curveball swing and strike three. And the fifth strikeout of the day for Garrett West. We head to the bottom of the third, tied at three. Lee Scott and Glenwood here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Look out, Gorey's Furniture Express is bursting at the seams. But it's not a structural issue. You don't need to wear a hard hat. Just get to Gorey's now and take home all the top quality furniture you can. Because they've got it wall to wall. So you get great pricing and always outstanding customer service. Just bring your truck and enjoy your new furniture that day or delivery is available. Gorey's, Highway 169, Opelika. Gorey's Furniture Express, your express way to save business of 20 years hits a major growth mode. Then you realize you've spent 5,000 hours on conference calls, 8,000 hours in meetings, a million hours working late, all to take care of your customers. But you'll only trust your one true passion and your company's future to one bank, Troy Bank & Trust. Today, tomorrow, and always. The only bank you'll ever need, Troy Bank & Trust. Member FDIC. Action is presented by Auburn Express Towing. Now, back to the action. Tied up at three, and we head to the bottom of the third inning here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. As the sun has continued to go down, it is just about dark out here as the lights are on at John Meals Field on the campus of Lee Scott Academy, and your Lee Scott Warriors are tied with the Glenwood Gators at three apiece. Been a fun ball game so far as these teams have battled with the bats. They battle with the glove. 
And they battled on the mound as well as Garrett West up to five strikeouts tonight for Lee Scott. And the bats are due up again with the top of the order, Cade Hudson, for the Warriors. He doubled his first time up in that first inning. Lays off the first pitch. It's in the dirt and into the backstop for ball one. Yeah, as you mentioned, a little bit of everything. Six hits, six runs, nine strikeouts through two and a, two and a half so far. Not too bad to start off the ball game for both these teams as that one drops in there on the inside corner and got Hudson a little jammed up, decided not to go after it, but it's called strike one. And that's a tough one to swing on. It's a tough decision to make right there when it's right there on your hands but drops at the last second. Here's the 1-1. Went heat, took it upstairs, but couldn't find the zone for ball two. Good eye from Kate Hudson. Yeah, as you're talking about with that 1-0 curveball, it's not what you're looking for as a hitter in an advantage count. You're looking for a fastball in your happy zone, as they call it. So there you good go. take there. Went heat again and took it upstairs outside corner this time. Did Page. And a ball three called. And a 3-1 count now. The hitters count, they say, as Kate Hudson, one of those power hitters on this team. We'll see if he's looking for the fastball. Takes the fastball. Leap into left. It's up high. Got to make a play. Misjudged it in left. Went all the way back to the wall, then came up and just stopped in the air, man. Got all the way up there and then just stopped. And a play was made out in left. And Holman gets up underneath it. Took off. And he played it all the way back. Had to come in, make the grab, and the first out of the inning. It's one of those ones where it sounds loud and you hear the crowd initially react to it in the outfield. You're looking and you see the ball take off like that. You start sprinting back and realize uh -huh. he got just out in front of it, found the end of the bat just enough to turn into a routine fly. And first pitch to Whittington upstairs and outside ball one. He walked his first time up. I say routine fly, though. <laughs> where it ended up when it was in routine fly uh -huh. area, but as you mentioned, anything but that was the result. And the curveball on a 1-0 count. Call strike one down near his ankles. Don't know how you get the call, but evens it up at one apiece. One ball, one strike, and one out across the board. Nobody on here in the bottom of this third inning for Whittington. The 1-1 to him and pops it up down the first baseline. It's going to be in foul territory. A play has to be made by the first baseman. No, it's going to be the right fielder who comes up to make the grab. It just kept on going, makes the grab in foul territory, and two flyouts to start the inning, two away. Here in the bottom of the third. Good response from Page following that three-run homer as retired six straight. So good bounce back, a good way to build confidence in not only yourself but in that staff to continue to go in this game. Two strikeouts and then four straight flyouts for Page on the mound for the Gators. As that'll bring up Garrett West, your starting pitcher for the Warriors. And the ground ball up to the pitcher at Page. Backhand on the mound. Tosses over to first base. And three up, three down as a ground out for West. And we head to the fourth. Still tied at three between Lee Scott and Glenwood. Both teams have some momentum. Both teams are feeling good as we head to the fourth here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. At Reynolds Outdoors, they're all about hunting and fishing and loving the great outdoors every day. And if you are too, you'll love the great selection of guns and ammo, bows and arrows, rods and reels, gear and apparel. As an independent family business, Reynolds Outdoors can offer top brand names at hometown prices, plus friendly local expert service. So before you hit the woods, the field, or the water, head to Reynolds Outdoors on Geneva Street, Opelika, on Facebook and Instagram, and at ReynoldsOutdoors.net.
thrill yourself by switching to our Visa Platinum credit card or secure Visa credit card. At Four Seasons Federal Credit Union, our competitive rates, no annual fees, and no fees for balance transfers and cash advances are how we reward our members. Apply in person or online now at apply.fourseasonsfcu.com. Federally insured by NCUA. Subject to approval. Equal opportunity lender. Ask for details. You're listening to the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, the official broadcast partner of Lee Scott Academy Athletics. Well, after an exciting first inning of runs here at John Meals Field, we've had zeros ever since as we head to the fourth. Jacob Goins and Christian with you here. Christian Griffin with me here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. And we head to the top of this fourth inning. It'll be Edwards, McCrane, and Burton, the bottom of the lineup, due up for the Gators here on the road as they're tied with Lee Scott at three and comes up swinging, sends that one into the parking lot down the left side. And again, didn't hear any crashing, so maybe everybody's cars are okay. It's funny, you pay attention to the game, but I think all the fans pay a little bit more attention to foul balls when they head over into that area. Everybody stands and looks and is just going, not my car, not my car. Not my car. <laughs> just hoping and praying. And that one's ripped down the third baseline. It's going to be fair, and a play can't be made. It's McCrane at bat, and he sends it down the third baseline. Can't make the play. He's going to stand up on second and stop right there. A tough play for Landry Cochran. It just kept on turning down that third baseline. Lands in fair territory, and a stand-up double to start off the inning for Mason McCrane. Yeah, those soft little liners that have a whole bunch of tail on them. I think are the second hardest play for outfielders to make other than that line drive right at the center fielder, which we saw with Hudson in the, in the home half of the first. Mm -hmm. But that play right there I think is just as tough to make. And West now having to come out of the stretch, see if he can find a way to get out of it. So a leadoff double for Glenwood. They throw back to second, and the runner gets back, but the ball gets past him into center field. I don't think he knew the ball got past him, and he stands on second base. At least Scott avoids a disaster right there. And that play right there is not necessarily to, designed to get a pickoff. It's designed to see if the, runner will, if the batter will square, in which he did show. So now you can bring the infield in because you know that that is most likely the game plan. So a two to three step lead off a second, showing bunt and puts it up towards the pitcher. First baseman comes in to make the play, throws it over in time, makes the out, and does advance the runner. So Glenwood, Lee Scott gets the out. Glenwood does its job, and the runner's now on third with one away. Content baseball all around. You don't usually see it, but every once in a while, both teams will settle for it. So that was Burton, the bottom hole, the nine-hole hitter for the Gators, and back to the top of the lineup for Glenwood. It'll be Milam. The designated hitter who has walked and flew out into that double play to shortstop his last time up. First pitch to him, dropped in there, strike one. And Garrett West maybe feeling himself a little bit on the mound. He's got the 1-0 count to the one-hole hitter. Lights are on. It is dark out here at John Meals Field with a runner on third. And that one is taken into the parking lot down the third baseline in foul territory. And a rapid 0-2 hole for Milam in his third plate appearance of the evening. The 0-2 from West. Went down low. See if he chased. He almost did, but laid off of it for ball one. Missed the spot there. Catcher was setting up high. You missed low. You, you see West immediately patting his chest going, that's my bad, that's my bad. 
But you're still in the still in the in command right here, still looking to get that strikeout. Keep that runner on third. One-two count to the left-handed hitter. And again into the parking lot down the third baseline. And we'll redo the one-two. Scoreboard says 0-2, believe it is 1-2. With just one out, runner on third, tied at three between Lee Scott and Glenwood. Gators trying to get a run here in the top of the fourth. Goes upstairs, strike three, swinging. How about six strikeouts for Garrett West? He is on fire on the mound right now. Goes right back to where that 0-2 pitch, where he wanted that to initially be. Tharp couldn't lay off. His second strikeout of the evening. I'm sorry. That was Milam. Oh, for my, oh, for my, yep, yep, for or one strikeout for him. And that drops in the curveball on a strike one as Tharp takes it inside for that first strike. He has a strikeout, the first one for West on the mound and also a walk as West trying to get the strikeout numbers up even more. He's got six and an 0-1 count. And went down swinging, strike two. We talk about momentum at bats and momentum pitches. You know, we've had a couple of them so far that we can go back and circle. This is another huge one right here, looking to get Lee Scott back in the dugout. Runner on third, 0-2 count, two away. Here it is. Went upstairs, didn't chase after it. I like the pitch, though, 1-2. Yeah, changing up that hitter's eye level. You, throw, you start him off with two curveballs. You get that high fastball. I wouldn't be surprised if you see another back foot curveball right here. The 1-2 to Tharp. West looks for his seventh of the evening and went down low. Good stop behind the plate from Eddins and evens it up at two apiece. Two balls, two strikes, two outs, still tied at three. Lee Scott and Glenwood. Warriors trying to get to the bottom half of the fourth with no damage done. Gators have a runner on third. Here's the 2-2 and takes it back into the net to stay alive at 2-2. I won't comment about it yet, but I know you see, you see what I'm doing here. So if it works again, I might have to bring it up. But We'll see if you're as bad as I am when it comes to the broadcaster's curse. Here's the 2-2 from West. And line drive into right for a base hit. Glenwood scores. I'm not going to say it was you, but I may or may not say it was you. As Glenwood hits a big single. It's a two-out, two-strike single from Tharp into right field. And the Gators take a 4-3 lead here in the fourth. Yeah, no, it's still it's still 3-3. I'm down one nothing now, so. Just got, got, got to get it back at some point, does Lee Scott, as that will bring up Griggs, who has a double and a strikeout so far today. Just a hard hit ball from Tharp. Not much you can do straight over second baseman's head. And that's a ground ball to the left side. Backhanded play made from Harper. Throws to second, and he's called save off the bag, says the umpire at second. And head coach Tim Hudson's going to come out. Don't think he's going to argue the call, but I think he's going to talk to his pitcher. A heck of an effort from Hayden Harper at the shortstop position. Backhanded it, turning through. And no, he is going to argue it. He absolutely is going to argue it, as he should. They called they called him off the bag at second. And Hudson doesn't like it. I think the throw definitely beat him. So I think that might be what the big concern comes from. Because at first, I didn't see that they, uh, that he ruled him off the bag because I thought he just called him safe at first, which I, I wouldn't have agreed with. But if the call was Yeah, he came up and the made, bag, the, he, yeah. he made the off-the-bag motion. So. And, if, and if that's the case, that's, that's a little bit harder, harder to argue with than just a bang-bang play. So Griggs able to make it on to base given that, given that play. 
Hudson came out to argue it. And umpire says not much of an argument as West will remain on the mound. That brings up Brandon McCrane, who has reached on an infield single this evening and has a strikeout. One of those six for Garrett West. Hudson, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, you're good. Say Hudson wise enough to go ahead and use that argument while the field umpire went to go talk to the home put umpire to, to meet with the infield a little bit, calm the pitcher down. Doesn't count as a mound visit mm-hmm. as a mound visit either. So, now the first pitch in for strike one on Brandon McCrane. Runners on first and second. Glenwood has taken a 4-3 lead here in the top of the fourth. The 0-1 and went inside. Almost got a piece of him on the leg. Gets out of the way to even it up at one apiece. Wind picking up a little bit here as the temperature continues to drop. It is chilly out here in Auburn on a Monday evening in Auburn. The 1-1 West peeks back to second base twice, kicks and fires, and drops it in, strike two. If Brandon McCrane reaches, it is Page on deck for the Gators. Lee Scott does not want to see him yet. The 1-2, and a hard hit ball into left. That's going to get down against the wall. One run's going to score for Glenwood. They're waving him on. They just get it out in center field now. Two runs will score for Glenwood, and a stand-up double for Brandon McCrane on a hard hit ball into left center field, and Glenwood has opened it up. They're up 6-3. Three straight hits for the Gators, that is. On some hard hit balls, too. I mean, there's two of those, and they went opposite sides, one in right and one into left. I mean, just hard hit baseballs that you're just not going to make a play on. They put a barrel on it and took advantage. And Glenwood has seen a three-run lead open up again here in the top of this fourth inning. As Page up to bat now, West tries to sneak it inside but can't do so, ball one. Runner on second for the Gators. Still two outs in the top of this fourth inning. Lee Scott trying to get out of it and get to the bats again. With a 1-0 count, here it is. Same pitch, same result, 2-0. Runner on second for the Gators. They have a 6-3 lead and a 2-0 count now on the starting pitcher, Page. Batting in the five hole. And drops it in for the first strike of the at-bat. Just as a player mentally for West on the mound, you got the two outs, you were feeling good, you were throwing some heat, and then you give up three straight hits to take a 6-3 deficit here. And after this pitch, the 2-1, swing and miss, strike two. What's the mentality here? It's just got to be to get out of the inning. Get back in the inning. We saw what happened when, uh, when, the, when the Gators jumped out to a three-run lead in the first. We saw how the bats responded. The biggest thing here is you got a goldfish mentality. Goldfish have 10 seconds of memory. That was the biggest thing I was always taught was you don't, you don't carry anything with you to the next pitch. That's a grounder up to West on the mound. Tosses it over to first base. And the Warriors do, in fact, get out of the inning but not before the Gators see their three-run lead appear once again. They lead the Warriors 6-3. to We head to the bottom of the fourth here at John Meals Field. This is Lee Scott Baseball on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. 
Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. Six to three, your Lee Scott Warriors trail the Glenwood Gators here at home as we head to the bottom of the fourth. Jacob Goins and Christian Griffin with you here on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Let's go ahead and pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is the Lee Scott Sports Network. AU100 is WAUE and WAUE HD, Waverly, Auburn, Opelika, home of Lee Scott Academy Athletics on the Lee Scott Sports Network. So a 6-3 to three deficit is what your Lee Scott Warriors face, but not the first time they've been down by three in this game. As the first inning saw this exact thing, they gave up three in the top of the first. They came back and got three back in the bottom of that first thanks to a Sam Jackson three-run homer over the right field wall. And it's time for the Warriors to do it again here in the bottom of this fourth inning. As Jake Cummings up to bat for Lee Scott. Tries to catch the outside corner, cannot do so for ball number one. Still Page on the mound. He has four strikeouts so far this evening for the Gators. The righty-on-righty matchup delivers. Hard hit into left field, down for a base hit. A jumping effort by the shortstop. Brandon McCrane can't get there. And a laid-off single for the Warriors to start the bottom of the fourth. It goes right back to that mentality that we had in the home half of the first. You don't have to get all three of them. Just find a way to chip away, chip away, chip away. And that's what we saw early on. A uh, double from Hudson and an immediate walk afterwards for the uh, first two runners. And then that three-run home run. If the Warriors can find a way just to scratch one and find a way to score Cummings, you're feeling a lot better uh, with the momentum. And it was Sam Jackson who hit that three-run home run Back in the first inning to give Lee Scott a tie ball game with Glenwood. They trail by three right now, and he is back up to bat with a runner on first. Nobody out, bottom of the fourth. First pitch to him inside upstairs. Don't agree with it, but call it strike one. So an 0-1 count to Sam Jackson and catches outside corner, strike two. Quick 0-2 hole for Sam Jackson in his second attempt of the evening. Runner on first, nobody out. Bottom of this fourth inning, Lee Scott trailing Glenwood 6-3. The 0-2 to Jackson. 
And he went down for it, a golf-style swing, and puts it into left center field, down for a base hit. And two runners on now for Lee Scott. A good piece of hitting for Sam Jackson. Took an 0-2 hole quickly, went down again, that golf-style swing, but it was effective, and he's on first. One of the best compliments that I ever heard a coach give one of my teammates was, find a way to be a, a good bad ball hitter. That's not necessarily a great pitch to swing at, but if you find a way to find a barrel to it, I mean, nobody's going to complain about anything, are you? A hit's a hit. I don't care. I don't care if you went and did it cricket style. I mean, <laughs> if you, as long as you get it out there, I mean, I'm all for it. That looked about like your nine iron did it, huh? <laughs> no, that looked a lot more cleaner than my nine iron. <laughs> As that first pitch is low and in for ball one on Lane Edens, who struck out his first time up. Runners on first and second. Nobody out for the Warriors. Bottom of the fourth at Trail Glenwood, 6-3, to three, looking to do some damage here. And some heat from Page, a swinging strike one. We're starting to get to that point where that first inning for Page had come into effect. We saw the runners get on base in that three-run home run, but I think it was three of the first four, if not four of the first five hitters went into a full count situation. So we'll see that pitch count continue to add up and we'll see how far Page goes in this game, especially with damage or with threats on base for the Warriors. As that one goes just above the Lee Scott logo on Eden's chest for ball number two. Two-one count now on the Warriors catcher. Page delivers the 2-1 to him. Shows bunt. Puts it in the dirt. Good stop back behind home plate from Edwards. And a 2-2 count. Surprise that he showed bunt there. I like the call. I was actually thinking, you know, I'm surprised we haven't, we haven't shown, but they wanted to get a strike call. Lee Scott doesn't bunt a whole lot uh, that I've seen so far this season. They're normally going to stand up and, and swing the bat, and I expect Edens to do that here on the 2-2. And dropped it in. Called strike three. I just don't think so. It was low, but a called strike three on late Edens. He laid off of it. I think it was the right call, but umpire says otherwise. That's the first strike of the inning, and Hudson's going to talk to him again. Didn't like the call. It ends his second strike out of the evening, the fifth for Page on the mound. And that's, I mean, that's a tough one to lay off of. It's a tough one to swing at, too, and just a tough call. Four late ends for out number one. Still runners on first and second. Lee Scott trailing Glenwood 6-3 to three here in the bottom of the fourth. As Landry Cochran comes up and lays off a heater on the outside corner, strike one. He's talking to the old plate umpire. He doesn't agree with it either. And in a situation like this, as a batter, you want to get clarification, but you've got to be careful at the same time. You do, and especially after the reaction that, that Edens gave. I think the umpire was actually giving Coach Hudson, you know, a little bit of a warning, you know, saying, hey. That one, same location, same result. 0-2 hole now for Landry Cochran. And, again, it's an unfortunate thing as a batter because you want to get a little bit of clarification, like how far how far is that the furthest you're going out. But at the same time, it can be seen as a, you don't, you know, you don't know where your strike zone is, and that puts you in a hole because anything's a strike afterwards. Mm -hmm. The 0-2 to Cochran laid off of it. And a tough one to do so, but a ball outside. That's a good go-to pitch for Page. You just snuck two on that outside corner, went just a step outside to see if you can get it again. Unable to do so, but still a 1-2 count on Landry Cochran. Runners on first and second, one away. And got him swinging. Got him swinging, went down with the curveball and took it as Landry 
is now over two with two strikeouts. And Page has matched Garrett West with his sixth strikeout of the evening. So after a quick start in the bottom of this fourth inning with two back-to-back -back base runners, it's been back-to-back -back strikeouts for the Warriors as that's in there for a called strike one on the inside corner on Hayden Harper, who flew out his first time up. Starting to get a little bit more of that rivalry feel, not only on the field, but outside the lines as well. With an 0-1 count on Hayden Harper, pitcher looks back. And goes up high for it. It's going to be a dribbler toward the right side. And a sliding attempt by the second baseman. Can't get there. And they're going to hold everybody up. A good throw from right field. A good decision to hold them up at third base. It was Jake Cummings who got held up. And a good throw from right from Tharp. But the bases are loaded for Lee Scott. Thanks to Hayden Harper getting on base. And that'll bring up Pelzer Reeves, the nine-hole hitter. For the Warriors, he flew out his first time up as well. Warriors trying to close in on a 6-3 deficit as Pelzer steps out to reset. Hudson on base, you'd love to find a way to bring him to the plate here in the home half of the fourth inning. No doubt. First pitch and is taken foul down the first baseline over towards the hitting building for an 0-1 count. And as you mentioned, if Pelzer is able to get on, it is Cade Hudson, who has a big double already today, on deck. And outside for ball one. He's working that outside corner on right-hand hitters, his page. And it seems it's about 50-50 on the outside corner right now. The 1-1 from Page on the nine-hole hitter, Reeves, and dropped it in there, called strike two. And now a tough spot for Lee Scott. Bases are loaded. You got a one-two count on the nine-hole hitter. Pelzer Reese, two away. Here's the pitch. And went after it, swing and strike three. Same pitch. Pelzer went after it, couldn't make contact. And Lee Scott leaves them loaded here in the bottom of the fourth. They trail Glenwood six to three. We head to the fifth here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. The Gouge Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gougecenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. We're live from Auburn Bank Signing Day. Angela scanning the closing documents. Looks like the competitive rate her Auburn Bank mortgage lender promised. She gets the pen, clicks it once, twice, spin move, and we have a signature. Angela Green is a first-time homeowner. 
With competitive rates, online applications, and hands-on mortgage lenders, the wins just feel bigger. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, NMLS number 403461. Four innings down and three to go as we head to the top of the fifth inning here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic as the Warriors trail the Gators 6-3 to three here at home. It is dark. The lights are on. It's a beautiful night for baseball. A little chilly as we've got sweatshirts, beanies, and blankets being worn all the way around here at John Meals Field. But you could not ask for better weather as it is a clear, perfect night here in Auburn, Alabama. It's Jacob Goins and Christian Griffin with you here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Lee Scott had the bases loaded there in the bottom half of that fourth inning and unable to bring any of them around as they trail the Gators 6-3. to three. They're Looking for a good effort from the Warriors defensively to try to get the bats back up. And the first pitch is in the dirt for ball number one. As it is Holman up to bat now for the Gators. Number 21 is third time up. And that catches the outside corner for strike number one. As it is Sam Jackson who is on the mound now for Lee Scott. has got a 1-1 count here on the first batter of the inning. Jackson delivers the 1-1 and tries to drop it in. Can't do so. Ball two. So Garrett West Day is done after six strikeouts on the evening. Here's the 2-1 from Jackson. That's popped into right. He's got to make a play on it at the wall. It's gone. Took it off the end of the bat. Did Holman. And Sam Jackson comes in and gives up a solo shot. And it's 7-3 Gators here in the fifth. A tough start for Sam Jackson on the mound. Had a 2-1 count, left it hanging out on that outside corner where pitchers have been working. And just off the end of the bat, for Holman and a solo shot. Gives the Gators a 7-3 lead here on the road. As Edwards steps in now and pops that straight up into the infield. Play able to be made at short. And Harper makes the grab for out number one. And again, Garrett West, his day is done after a six-strikeout performance. Gave up eight hits and six runs. And now Sam Jackson on the mound facing a left-hander. And Mason McCrane, first pitch in the dirt, ball one. McCrane has a ground out and a double so far this evening. The 1-0 to him. And slides out of the way as it's low and in the dirt for ball two.
The 2-0 to McCrane. Tries to catch the inside corner, can't get the call, and a 3-0 count on Mason McCrane, the start, the starting first baseman. One away, top of this fifth inning, as Glenwood extended their lead, thanks to a Holman solo shot, the 3-0, and puts it down Broadway, strike one. The 3-1 from Sam Jackson. And a dribbler, maybe off the foot a little bit of Mason McCrane. But way to battle back for Sam Jackson, down 3-0. Now he's got a 3-2. One away, top of this fifth inning, nobody on. Glenwood with a 7-3 lead on the road here over Lee Scott. Warriors trying to play some defense here. The 3-2 from Jackson. And a dribbler up to Right-hand second base, flips it over to first and makes the grab, and makes the out, I should say, for out number two. Kate Hudson moved over to first for the Warriors. Take a couple of notes of that as Garrett West has moved to second. Sam Jackson started at first, is now on the mound. It has two outs here in this fifth inning. which will bring up the nine-hole hitter, Burton, and call strike one. Be nice to get out the ninth-hole hitter and a dribbler up to third base, got a scoop and make a play throw across the diamond, and they're in time for out number three. But Glenwood extends their lead with a solo home run from Holman. They lead Lee Scott 7-3 as we head to the bottom of the fifth here on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive-through lumber yard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewards member. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. Your business of 20 years hits a major growth mode. Then you realize you've spent 5,000 hours on conference calls, 8,000 hours in meetings, a million hours working late, all to take care of your customers. But you'll only trust your one true passion and your company's future to one bank, Troy Bank & Trust. Today, tomorrow, and always. The only bank you'll ever need, Troy Bank & Trust. Member FDIC. Reynolds Outdoors, they're all about hunting and fishing and loving the great outdoors every day. And if you are too, you'll love the great selection of guns and ammo, bows and arrows, rods and reels, gear and apparel. As an independent family business, Reynolds Outdoors can offer top brand names at hometown prices, plus friendly local expert service. So before you hit the woods, the field, or the water, head to Reynolds Outdoors on Geneva Street, Opelika, on Facebook and Instagram, and at ReynoldsOutdoors.net. Bottom five for your Lee Scott Warriors, and they trail Glenwood 7-3 to here at home. And back to the top of the batting order for Lee Scott as Kate Hudson takes a strike one straight down Broadway. Looked like a little change piece there. 
Yeah, I did a little bit. Hudson out in front of it. Good job taking there. Not using, not worth giving your bat up on one pitch. And a quick 0-2 hole now on Kate Hudson. The 0-2. And stays alive. Rips a curveball back into the net to stay 0-2. Has a double and a flyout so far this evening for your starting third baseman. Again, he's moved over to first in the field, but looking to get something going for the Warriors. Trailing by four with just three innings left of hitting. The 0-2. And went high. Had to dip out of the way. Good eye. For a 1-2 count. Hudson, Whittington, and West do up in the bottom half of this inning. The 1-2. Tried to drop it in upstairs. It evens up the count at two. Warriors would love to get a couple base runners on just so that way you can guarantee the top of the lineup gets back up again for at least that home half of the seventh. That's a good point. The 2-2. It's still Page on the mound. Has six strikeouts today. And a dribbler, a little half swing from Hudson's got a hustle down the line. Page comes up, makes the throw, and gets him in time for out number one. It was almost a check swing from Hudson. Made contact, had to take off and run, and just couldn't quite beat it out as Page makes the play for out number one. Yeah, you see that swinging bunt work out more times than not. But it seems like it almost tripped up Hudson so much that he tripped over his bat and couldn't get down in time. So one away. Here in the bottom half of the fifth, Whittington steps in, big swing and miss, strike one. Has a walk and a fly out so far today. Still looking for his first hit of the evening. Still nobody on, one away, bottom of the fifth. Went down for a golf-style swing. Got a piece of it, says umpire, but strike two. Two straight batters we've seen a no 2 hole on. Hudson first, and now Whittington, the 0-2. And laid off of it outside. For a 1-2 count, one away. Bottom half of the fifth for Lee Scott as they trail Glenwood 7-3 here at home. The 1-2 to Whittington, and rips that one back straight into the parking lot over our heads. To stay alive at 1-2. Again, Garrett West on deck for Lee Scott. And I don't believe I see anybody in the Gators bullpen, so this might be Paige's game to go. Here's the 1-2. And sends that one back into the net. Same location, just a little high. And again, staying alive at 1-2. As you mentioned, Lee Scott looking to get a couple of base runners in case it does take all seven innings to get these runs back. Got to work one at a time. The 1-2 with just one away to Whittington. Way outside. Even up the count at two apiece. So again, two straight batters. We've seen 0-2, and then even back up at two. Still a pretty good crowd out here, even though the temperature has dropped mightily here in Auburn. As it is dark, sun has gone away. And hard hit into center. Got to get down for a base hit, and it does. A little bit of a blooper, if you will, for Thomas Whittington. And a big hit, numbers-wise, for the Warriors. And they've got a man on the board, or a man on the base for Lee Scott here in the bottom of the fifth. Yeah, good piece of hitting, found a way. Throw your hands at that outer half fastball, get just enough of it, muscle it out there in the shallow center, and draws for a hit. 
So battles back from an 0-2 count. And gets on base, does Thomas Whittington, and now Garrett West. Been looking for his first hit of the evening, strikeout and a ground out so far. Has a man on first and just one away, bottom half of the fifth. First pitch to him is money right down Broadway, strike one. Left fielder is shaded much more towards center than the right fielder is, so a big hole if you can find a way to line one over the second baseman's head. The 0-1 to tonight's starting pitcher. And gets a piece of it. A dribbler too short. Double play opportunity for Glenwood. Out at second and safe at first. No! They called him out at first. There's no way. They called him out at first. And Tim Hudson is furious right now. He was, he was safe by a foot. And they called him out at first base. Either way, double play called. Double play made by Glenwood. And we head to the sixth. Lee Scott leaves one on. No runs. As the argument's still being made, we head to the sixth off a bad call. Lee Scott trails Glenwood 7-3. We head to the sixth. Two more to play here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Hey, it's Steve from the Car Stereo Shop in Auburn. We live in a world that is constantly changing, and the Car Stereo Shop is changing with it. The Internet has created options for shopping and a misconception that your best deals are online. Not always is the cheapest price your best deal. Here's what you can expect at the Car Stereo Shop. Competitive pricing, quality products, a sales staff with outstanding product knowledge, the best warranties, and the best customer service. Come by the store at 1914 Opelika Road or visit us on Facebook or Instagram. This is Zach Alsterbrook with Alsterbrook Law Group, specializing in family law, criminal defense, DUI, and personal injury. Alsterbrook Law Group can help you. 114 North Knight Street in downtown Opelika, serving Lee County and the surrounding areas for over 10 years. Remember, if you want someone that has your back, call Zach. 737-3718. Big city experience, small town values. Alsterbrook Law Group. No representation is made that the quality of services to be performed is the greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. Lee Scott Warrior Athletics live here. You're listening to the Lee Scott Sports Network. So Glenwood turns a double play, a um, controversial double play there at the end of that fifth inning. Garrett West hit it over to the shortstop, made the play at second, threw it over to first, hesitation from the umpire, and eventually called him out at first. Head coach Tim Hudson not happy about it, and the umpire says, I'm sticking with the call as the first pitch is swinging for Glenwood. We've got a sub in the ball game, number 10. Don't have him on. Or I do, excuse me. It's Milo. Excuse me. I, I apologize. I got Milo back to the top of the order. My apologies. As that drops in there for strike two, as it is still Sam Jackson on the mound. So back to the top of the lineup for the Gators. Milam Tharp and Griggs do up for the Gators here in the top half of the sixth. And went down for it, barely got a piece of it. That ball was fouled off, was it not? Uh, that's what the I thought it was fouled off. It looked like he got a piece of it. It came back into the backstop. Milam took off towards first base. Nobody reacted. And they're going to say he's safe at first as he stands up down there. Umpires are going to come into the middle of the field. I hesitated because I didn't. I thought it was just a foul tip, and we'd come back and play it, but. That's why I mean, we have headphones on, and I thought I, I thought yeah, I still heard uh, it. Yeah, exactly. That's what I thought. And you think that Eddins has 
Okay, there we go. Okay, so they are going to call a foul tip, as Lee Scott fans may have righted if they didn't get that call after the controversial double play to end the last inning. He went down and made the, the, the low swing, and it looked like it tipped off the front of his bat from our angle. But, he, I mean, credit to him, to Milam. He took off running, made the play, right? And then umpires come together and call a foul tip. So it is still 0-2 on Milam, who's looking for his first hit of the evening. It's definitely the correct call, too, because you hear no complaints from the other side. Right. As that one is outside, good sliding stop from ends behind home plate. For a 1-2 count, still Sam Jackson on the mound. The 0-2, still nobody out. Here it is. And high, good stop from Eddins back behind the plate again. That'll even up the count at two apiece. Nobody on, nobody out for Glenwood here at the top of this sixth inning as they lead Lee Scott 7-3 on the road. The 2-2 from Sam Jackson and popped up right at Sam Jackson's under it and makes the play. So a tough stretch here for the Warriors as you deal with the top of the lineup at the end of the game. Something that you got to battle through if you're Lee Scott. you got to hold the best hitters to little or no runs if you want to come back from a 7-3 deficit. And a good bounce back from Jackson as well. You give up that solo home run and your first, first batter faced will come back. You've gotten four straight. So that first pitch drops outside for ball one on Tharp, who is one for three this afternoon. This evening. I don't know why I say afternoon. It's too cold to be the afternoon. And sneaks that one inside upstairs. Can't get the call for a 2-0 count. Tharp has a single, a walk, and a strikeout so far this evening. 2-0 on the two-hole hitter for the Gators. Jackson delivers. Catches that outside corner. Strike one. And we've seen pitchers really all night long, whether it's a right-handed batter or a left-handed batter like we're seeing with Tharp, work that outside corner, and the home plate umpire's given it more times than not. The 2-1 from Jackson went upstairs inside for ball three. They are, and that's, that's credited to both catchers, Edens and Edwards. They realize that you're getting that call early on. Keep going back to it. Keep going back to it. And even if you're not getting the call 0-1, you might get that back 1-2. Mm -hmm. So a 3-1 count now. On Tharp, Jackson sends it in and got him swinging, went down for it. For a strike two and a full count, a big full count here for Sam Jackson trying to get out number two of this sixth inning. Still nobody on for the Gators. They have a 7-3 lead, the 3-2 here. And a hard hit ball straight to the shortstop, makes the play. Hayden Harper jumps up and makes the grab. He's had a really good night in the field. He started off with an error in the first inning, but he's played really, really well ever since. His favorite movie is White Men Can Jump, right? <laughs> Just... Yes, makes the leaping grab, does the starting point guard for Hayden Harper, and two away here in the top of the sixth. Add one to the rebounding category then, right? There you go. What a big inning this would be for Sam Jackson as a ground up to third and a base hit, just like that. Base hit to left on the first pitch. Griggs sends it into left. Wasn't hit hard, but hit in the hole. And a two-out base runner again for Glenwood. We've seen this time and time again this evening. Yeah, get those two outs, but if that, that put away out is always, is always the hardest. But credit to Glenwood. You know, you don't usually think about it with, you know, rally starting with two outs, but there's still 33% of the inning left. We've, I mean... Yeah. 
if you choose to think <laughs> crazy mathematically, but you got 33% of the inning left. If you get one or two throughout a game, that's a big difference and a big momentum swing as well. As called strike one on the inside corner against Brandon McCrane, who is two of three today with an infield single, a double, and a strikeout as they throw over to first. Just checking up on him. He's back in time. And here's your difference right now. Glenwood working on their fourth time batting through. Lee Scott working on their third time batting through. Both the fourth hole hitters do up. Lee Scott will be Cummings, Jackson, and Eddins if they can get to the bottom of the sixth. Runner goes, and Eddins comes up throwing for Lee Scott. Throws it down to second base, off the bag, not in time, and a stolen bag for Glenwood with a runner in scoring position, two outs. Yeah, you can see Griggs was going there. Regardless, he twitched a couple times. The pause is effective, but if you hit him with that slide step, you might have a chance with that high leg kick and the speed of Glenwood. They're going to eat you up on those leg kicks. You've seen the speed of Glenwood tonight on the bases. They haven't stolen a ton, but they've been effective when they have. He tries to drop that one in there, does Sam Jackson. Good stop from Edens behind home plate. To make it a 2-1 count, two away. Bottom, or excuse me, top of this sixth inning. 7-3 lead for Glenwood. Lee Scott trying to get to the bats again to cut into a four-run deficit. Jackson peeks back at second. Kicks and fires. Popped up. Center field, got to make a play at the wall, and does for out number three. Good play, routine fly ball out there for Whittington, and makes the grab, and we head to the bottom of the sixth. Lee Scott got to get the bats working. They trail by four to Glenwood here at home on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. This just in, Auburn Bank has completed their 114th year of serving their community. This next one goes out to Auburn Bank, champions of you. Touchdown, Auburn Bank. The champions of you are 114-0. Welcome to Auburn Bank. How can we help? I hear y'all are undefeated. Helping you achieve your financial goals is our goal. Visit championsofyou.com to see how we can serve you. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC. Look out, Gorey's Furniture Express is bursting at the seams. But it's not a structural issue. You don't need to wear a hard hat. Just get to Gorey's now and take home all the top quality furniture you can. Because they've got it wall to wall. So you get great pricing and always outstanding customer service. Just bring your truck and enjoy your new furniture that day or delivery is available. Gorey's, Highway 169, Opelika. Gorey's Furniture Express, your express way to save Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive-through lumberyard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewardsman. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. Jake Cummings, Sam Jackson, Lane Eddins do up for the Warriors here in the bottom half of the sixth as they trail the Glenwood Gators 7-3 here at home. Jacob Goins and Christian Griffin with you here on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. And the Warriors got to get the offense generated a little bit as that was popped up towards the softball fields for strike number one for Jake Cummings. One of two so far this evening. Started with a strikeout. His 
Last at bat was a single for the right fielder. And as we mentioned before, nobody working in that Glenwood bullpen. Page still out. Still has some solid velocity on that. First yeah, he really ball. does. He really does. That one low and now outside to even up the count at one apiece. Appreciate everybody tuning in on AU100, AU100FM.com and the AU100 app. That one outside upstairs for ball number two for Lee Scott Baseball versus Glenwood on a Monday evening. And just one game here at home, a doubleheader tomorrow at Glenwood for this Lee Scott Baseball team as that one's popped up down the first baseline. It's going to be in foul territory. Tried to get out of the fence. Play tried to be made and just outside of the fence to stay alive at 2-2 for Jake Cummings. Again, Lee Scott on a road trip tomorrow at Glenwood for a doubleheader. We will be there. Game time's at 4 and 6. So if that stays on par, we will go on the air right around 3.50 and talk about this game tonight, preview the doubleheader tomorrow, and what Lee Scott has to do to pick up some wins against the Gators. But got work to do here as you trail 7-3 and a 2-2 count for Jake Cummings, your first batter of the inning. And takes a call at strike three. Work that outside corner. Did Page give him seven strikeouts so far for the Gators? One of those tough pitches, and it's it's hard to go after it, but when it goes by, you regret it. Sam Jackson steps into the batter's box now, two for two this evening with a three-run homer and a single. So far for your starting first baseman. As that's dropped in there for strike one. Page really finding the zone right now. He is, and he's doing a good job of mixing everything up. Going back to what you're talking about, the Lee Scott hitters aren't seeming to, you know, they're not finding the way, finding, being comfortable. Wow, mm -hmm. that was. And the 0-1 drops it in there again for strike two. But it seems like they're uncomfortable in the box. It seems like they're guessing, and we've seen a couple yeah. guessing swings throughout the game, especially with two strikes. And Page, yeah. Fastball and curveball finding the zone right now. Threw him with heat. Strike three. As Sam Jackson never even thought about swinging on that one. As Page picks up another strikeout. He is up to eight on the evening. And this may be his game, partner. This may be his game to finish. And it looks like he's not slowing down. He's only gotten better as he gave up those three runs in that first inning. As Lane Eden steps up now, he has contributed two of those eight strikeouts. That's a ground ball up the third base line. They were still dribbling. They played it and called it foul. And he'll come back with an 0-1 count. As I mentioned, Lane Eden's two strikeouts today. Looking for his first hit of the evening for the Lee Scott catcher. Going back to what you were mentioning about Page having his way, following that three-run home run in the first inning, four base runners since then. That one's fouled back towards the concession stands for an 0-2 count. We've seen a lot of 0-2 holes here recently the last couple of innings for Lee Scott as well. Hard to fight back when you're down 0-2 just off the two pitches as a hitter. Two outs, nobody on for the Warriors. Looking to come back from a 7-3 deficit. Here's the 0-2 to Edens. And pops that one up again towards the softball field. Stays alive at 0-2. Just a little behind this this fastball right now for Page, who, uh, again, he's he's throwing with velocity. Lee Scott's got to find a way to put the barrel 
on the baseball here, get a base runner and stay alive in the bottom of this sixth inning. If there is a win, that foul ball takes away the immaculate inning. Called strike three. Dropped it inside, bottom part of the plate. And a called strike three as Edens watched it go by. His third strikeout on the night and nine for Page on the mound for Glenwood. They've got a 7-3 lead, and we've got one inning to play here at John Mills Field. Lee Scott trails Glenwood 7-3. We head to the seventh here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. yourself by switching to our Visa Platinum credit card or secured Visa credit card. At Four Seasons Federal Credit Union, our competitive rates, no annual fees, and no fees for balance transfers and cash advances are how we reward our members. Apply in person or online now at apply.fourseasonsfcu.com. Federally insured by NCUA. Subject to approval. Equal opportunity lender. Ask for details. Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Action is presented by Auburn Express Towing. Now, back to the action. Lee Scott's got an inning to go to make up a four-run deficit over Glenwood, and it starts on the defensive side. Jacob Goins and Christian Griffin with you here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic as the Warriors trail 7-3. to three. And to sort of give you a rundown of what we've seen so far, in the first inning, Glenwood came out popping, and they scored three runs in the top of the first. Lee Scott responded with a three-run homer from Sam Jackson to tie it up at three. And ever since then, Lee Scott has had very little base runners, no runs scored. Glenwood had a three-run fourth. They scored a solo homer in the fifth, and that's where they sit right now at 7-3. to three. And you noticed something in that last inning about Page on the mound for the Gators. Yeah, we were talking about it, how there's, there's nights when it's almost a tip-your-cap kind of night. That's hard hit into left. And it's off the wall. That was inches away from a homer. It's still Sam Jackson on the mound. They throw to second. Get there. And he's safe at second, sliding in. It was a hard-hit ball, but back there and left was Cochran, able to play it off of it, made a good throw up to second base, and a bang-bang play, and is called safe at second. As Page comes up, the pitcher comes up and gets a big hit, and he'll be subbed out. He'll be subbed out for a pinch runner, but he has had a heck of a night. You were saying about his pitching. He comes up big with a hit right there. <laughs> I was going to say, when it's your night, it's your night. seems like everything's going his way. It's almost a tip-your-cap kind of night. There's one pitch away last inning from an immaculate inning, Man. that being nine pitches, nine strikes, three strikeouts. We had an 0-2 foul ball. But other than that, ten pitches, all ten of them strikes and three strikeouts. And that's just kind of been the way that I would say the the – the previous five have gone other than that first inning where mm -hmm. we saw a couple three two counts but other than that as we've mentioned a bunch of oh two counts one two counts it seems like page is getting his way forcing those lee scott hitters to guess at the plate as lee scott trying to get out of this sam jackson on the mound they show bunt does glenwood and throws it in for a strike as holman showed bunt couldn't get around to it for strike number one runner on second nobody out top of the seventh inning 
They lead Lee Scott 7-3, trying to extend their lead. Warriors trying to stop the bleeding and get back to the bats. Jackson peeks back at second and delivers the 0-1. Showing bunt again up to Jackson, able to scoop, throw over to first. Out is made, but the runner does move from second to third. We've seen that a couple of times from Glenwood already this evening. They get the nice bunt, they do get the out, but they've moved the runner from second to third. Yeah, great versatility there from Holman. It's a... It's a solo home run, his last at bat. You know, you get up at following a home run, you're wanting to go yard again. All of yeah. a sudden, you look down and see the third base coach giving you the bunt sign and the ability to not only get it down, but to, to successfully get it down. And the selfish, selflessness, as we see, as that run scores. And that run does score off a blooper single for Edwards. And Glenwood extends the lead 8-3 to three here in the seventh inning. It's been good pieces of hitting all night long for Glenwood. As a single for Edwards, give him an RBI, and that brings out Mason McCrane. Timely hitting has been a big thing for Glenwood tonight, too, as they have had runners in scoring position. They've moved them well. They've gotten those runs in, and they're in business right here with an 8-3 lead. Yeah, timely hitting, and I'd say capitalizing, too. We've seen a couple of Lee Scott mistakes, uh, and they've snow snowballed, mm -hmm. and that's thanks to Glenwood, their speed on the bases, their aggressiveness, and then like what you've mentioned, that timely hitting. There's been a couple of times where we've seen three or four hits in a row, it seems like Lee Scott just can't get it out. Uh, Sam Jackson puts that in there for strike one. Mason McCrane, one for three today, two ground outs and a double for the eight-hole hitter. Runner on first, one out, top of the seventh inning. Glenwood has grown their lead eight to three over the Warriors. The 0-1 from Jackson takes his time, throws over, trying to catch the runner on first, but he's back in time. Crane up to bat, still has the 0-1 on deck for him is Burton, the nine-hole hitter, who is hitless so far tonight. Jackson throws over. He peeked over, saw he was off, threw it back, and not able to get, get him out at first. So still an 0-1 count. McCrane only seeing the one pitch so far after two throwovers. To first, here's the 0-1. And inside, good stop behind the plate from late ends. I feel like at times... As a pitcher, when you throw over multiple times in the at-bat, it sort of throws you off with the batter itself. And a lot of times you'll hear a, a coach or even a parent say, focus on the batter, yeah. focus on the hitter. And I think that's important for Sam Jackson right here. With a 1-1 count and just one out runner on first, he's got to focus on Mason McCrane. Throws back over to first and thought that about it. He didn't a, throw, and I think it'll be a balk. Yeah. It will. He turned to throw. He, he faked himself out, basically. He decided not to throw it and then did throw it. And he ends up giving up the ball. So now a runner in scoring position on second. And I think that's that's kind of where I was going with that was just you got to focus on your hitter if you're Sam Jackson. So a 1-1 count on Mason McCrane. Runner on second delivers and high for ball number two. Yeah, I completely agree. In, a, in an 8-3 ball game, you're, you know, you're wanting to, to try and find ways to get back into the, into the dugout. I understand that. But at the same time, you got to deal with your job, and that's the batter at the plate. And this is definitely not somebody that you can look over at the plate. So 2-1 to McCrane. Rips it down the third baseline fair. That's going to get all the way to the wall. And that run will score off the balk and off a stand-up double for Mason McCrane and make it 9-3 to Glenwood here on the road. His second double of the evening. And again, we've talked about a timely hitting along with the mistakes from Lee Scott. And it seems like we have numerous accounts where we could – we can take some clips and you know use examples of that. 
So as you mentioned, Mason McCrane, two ground outs and two doubles. That's an effective day for, for the, the starting first baseman. For the Auburn commit, you said. Correct? Yes, yeah, Auburn commit, him and his brother, two Auburn commits. As that's in there for ball number one on the nine-hole hitter, Burton. Still just one out with a man on second for Lee Scott. Got to find a way to steal some outs here against the Gators in the bottom parts of their lineup. The 1-0. And drops it in into the dirt. Good stop from Eds behind the plate for a 2-0 count. Sam Jackson still looking for his first strikeout on the mound. After Garrett West started the day for Lee Scott, ended with six. Glenwood, nine runs on 13 hits. And that goes upstairs. Good looking pitch, couldn't get the call. And a 3 0 count. On the nine hole hitter, Burton, if he's able to get on, it is Milam. And back to the top of the lineup for the Gators. And their dugout loving this score right now against their rival. And a call, strike one, little low, gets the call. Jackson stays alive on the mound. It's a 3-1 count now. Burton reached his first time up thanks to a throwing error, but has grounded out his last two times since. The 3-1 from Jackson. Catches the outside corner, strike two. This is a big pitch here for Jackson. It is. Got to find a way to get an out, put the ball in. In the infield, a strikeout, a pop-out, anything. The 3-2 from Jackson. Got him swinging, strike three. And the first strikeout of the evening for Sam Jackson. And a big second out in this seventh inning. But back to the top of the lineup for Glenwood. The designated hitter, number 10, Milam, the left-hander. Not super effective so far today as the one walk. And that's in the dirt. Good stop from Edens again for a 1-0 count. Has a walk, does Milam. Two flyouts and a strikeout for the one-hole hitter. And for Lee Scott coming up in the bottom of this inning to try to come back from what is now a 9-3 lead. It'll be the bottom of the Warriors lineup. Cochran, Harper, and Reeves. Tries to drop that in on the inside corner right past the hands for a 2-0 count. Runner still on second for the Gators. 2-0 count. Two Milam, two outs. Top of the seventh inning. Slides it in there. Late strike call, but gets it. And battles back in for a 2-1 count. Glenwood leading Lee Scott 9-3 here on the road. Your Warriors trying to get to the bottom half of the seventh and make some magic happen. 2-1 from Jackson. Swinging and sends it down into the parking lot. I didn't hear anything, but that doesn't mean anything. Look, as long as it's not my truck when we get out there, I'm okay. Well, I think that's why we're happy that there's four sporting events going on at the same time. Yes. We get here, and we're, we're all the way in the <laughs> yeah. back. Yeah, we are way down there. So if somebody hits my truck, I might shake their hand and <laughs> congratulate them. <laughs> yes. As the 2-2 two -two slides inside right past the wrist for a full count. Now a true full count. Three balls, two strikes, and two outs. A moment for Sam Jackson to get out of this inning and bring up the bats for the Warriors. Runner on second, two outs, full count 
on Milam, looking for his first hit of the evening. And Jackson looking for his second strikeout. Stares back at second. Runner goes. Drops it in. It's in the dirt. And it's a ball for a walk. As the ball got away from Eddins, he does get the ball, makes the play to hold everybody where they are. But now runners on the corners. As Milam draws the walk. And listen to this. Glenwood is now batting their fifth time through compared to Lee Scott, who at the bottom of this inning will get through just their third time through. I think that's a big, big part of this ball game, and it, it really speaks to what Glenwood has done at the plate. I was going to say, some things you can almost speak for themselves. You know, you look at the box score, and, yeah, you, you get a couple guys with a five in the at-bat category in a seven-inning game. It's usually a good recipe for success. Yeah, usually a pretty good sign. Unfortunately, it's for the opponent this evening, but Glenwood has runners on the corners, two outs, as it brings up Tharp who has just one hit so far as Jackson got turned around on the mound, didn't know where he wanted to go, faked the throw, didn't get a call for a balk. And again, I think this is a moment where you got to focus on the batter at hand. With the starting right fielder at the plate, throws a good stop from, the, from late ends behind the plate. I have seen nothing from Glenwood that speaks anything other than Page. Going out to finish this thing out. And why would you? Guy's got nine strikeouts. And like we mentioned, it's only gotten better as the game goes on. As Sam Jackson throws it in, it's the same spot near the feet. For a 2-0 count now, as Lee Scott again trying to get to the bottom half of this inning as they trail Glenwood 9-3. It's a 2-0 count on Thart with runners on the corners, two away. Any out will do. For the Warriors, the 2-0. Runner goes from first to second, swinging, and it's down. Oh, it's a grab right at short, right over the second baseman. Good grab. I thought that was down for sure. And a nice grab right there by Hayden Harper, the shortstop. He has had a fantastic evening in the field. And Lee Scott will get to the bats in the bottom of this seventh inning. It'll be Cochran, Harper, and Reeds due up when we come back here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. This just in, Auburn Bank has completed their 114th year of serving their community. This next one goes out to Auburn Bank, champions of you. Touchdown, Auburn Bank, the champions of you are 114-0. Welcome to Auburn Bank. How can we help? I hear y'all are undefeated. Helping you achieve your financial goals is our goal. Visit championsofyou.com to see how we can serve you. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC. Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. 
Hey, it's Steve from the Car Stereo Shop in Auburn. We live in a world that is constantly changing, and the Car Stereo Shop is changing with it. The Internet has created options for shopping and a misconception that your best deals are online. Not always is the cheapest price your best deal. Here's what you can expect at the Car Stereo Shop. Competitive pricing, quality products, a sales staff with outstanding product knowledge, the best warranties, and the best customer service. Come by the store at 1914 Opelika Road or visit us on Facebook or Instagram. You're listening to the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, the official broadcast partner of Lee Scott Academy Athletics. The first batter due up for Lee Scott is Landry Cochran, who takes a, a first pitch strike here in the bottom of the seventh inning. Jacob Goins and Christian Griffin with you here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Cochran, Harper, and Reeves, a 3-2 up in the bottom half of this inning as Cochran sends that one way back towards the softball fields in foul territory. And here we are again, another 0-2 hole. Yeah, we noticed that early on that the velocity that Paige had seemed a little bit much for the Lee Scott hitters. The 0-2, and there it is right there, swinging strike three, went upstairs with the fastball. And right now, nobody is touching Page. He has 10, count them, 10 strikeouts on the evening. Lee Scott trailing Glenwood, 9-3. to three. Down to their final two outs. As your starting shortstop, Hayden Harper, steps in again, just his third time up. A fly out and reach base on an error. As that one drops in, slowed it down. A little changeup maybe from Page, but can't find the zone for ball one. Second pitch to Hayden Harper and catches the inside corner. Strike one. One's across the board now. One ball, one strike, and one out. Still nobody on for Lee Scott here in the bottom half of this final seventh inning. And just throws the bat at it behind it as Harper sends it down the first baseline in foul territory for a 1-2 count. Page, Harper. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I'm saying Page has struck out five of the last eight batters he's faced. With a ground out to himself and that double play mixed in between. And a ground grounder up to the pitcher again. Comes up to throw it. Can't make the play. And Harper is going to get on base as Page came up. As he was pulling it, he grabbed the ball barehanded. As he came up to throw it, just dropped it. Was able to regather it and throw it over, but not in time. As Harper will reach on base, his second one of the night to get on base, uh, based off of a misplay from the Glenwood infield. Yeah, I think that's a hit. That's a tough play for a pitcher to try and field plant. I, and I would record that. I'd record that as a hit. And a hard hit ground ball up to second. Double play opportunity. Tag second. Throws to first. And that's how the game will end as Reeves hits into the double play. And Glenwood comes on the road and defeats Lee Scott for a 9-3 victory here on a Monday evening before a big doubleheader tomorrow at Glenwood. 9-3. Your final score, Lee Scott falls to Glenwood here at home. Stay tuned. The Orthopedic Clinic postgame show is coming up here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic.
Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. This is Zach Alsterbrook with Alsterbrook Law Group, specializing in family law, criminal defense, DUI, and personal injury. Alsterbrook Law Group can help you. 114 North Knight Street in downtown Opelika, serving Lee County and the surrounding areas for over 10 years. Remember, if you want someone that has your back, call Zach. 737-3718. Big city experience, small town values. Alsterbrook Law Group. No representation is made that the quality of services to be performed is the greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. Game action is presented by Auburn Express Towing. Now, back to the action. On a chilly Monday night here in Auburn, Alabama, your Lee Scott Warriors fall to the Glenwood Gators on the baseball diamond, 9-3. to Jacob Goins and Christian Griffin with you here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. And this is the Orthopedic Clinic postgame show, the Orthopedic Clinic, East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care, with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you on the web at theorthocleanic.com. Well, it started out as a fantastic night. started out as a really, really good game. Glenwood jumped on the board early. They scored three runs in the top of the first. Lee Scott bounced right back, and thanks to a Sam Jackson three-run homer, they tied it up at three. But Page on the mound for Glenwood. After that, never looked back. He recorded 11 strikeouts on the night and retired the majority of Lee Scott batters. He did, he did. I mean, you could tell from that, after that first inning, that bounce back, I think he threw eight pitches in the second inning, which is a huge response after giving up that three-run home run. And after that, again, just, I mean, you could, I feel like you could say dominance. I mean, you really could. The amount of 0-2 and 1-2 and just the amount of first pitch strikes that we saw, that's the recipe for success. And you saw that throughout the entire evening. Lee Scott again falls to Glenwood, 9-3, to and our final numbers. Go ahead and read them off, partners. Yeah, we got 9-3, to the score, hits and errors. Go ahead and read them off. Yeah, so Glenwood with 9, 13 hits and 0 errors. Lee Scott, 3 runs on 7 hits 
and they did have one error. One error that's recorded. I think we could give a couple physical errors that don't necessarily show up on the score column, and I feel like that was the biggest thing that we saw throughout the night that we mentioned throughout the broadcast was the timely hitting, but even more than that, the timely hitting was a factor because of the, the mistakes that we saw that Lee Scott made on the field. So Lee Scott again falls to Glenwood 9-3 to here at home on a Monday night, but tomorrow you've got to recover, got to bounce back. You've got a doubleheader against this Glenwood squad on the road, and we will be at Glenwood School. Uh, they've got a very nice facility there. We're looking forward to going there. And, Christian, you'll be joining me on the broadcast again, man. It's been a blast to have you on, and I uh, hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. I did, man. I loved it. I loved the love the field, love the environment. You can never complain about being in, an, in a baseball environment, especially a good high school environment. I feel like that's, that's one of the most what's the word what is the word i don't know i'm trying to, I'm trying to think of the word <laughs> i i find it enjoyable man i really do i find yeah. it enjoyable and and it's just it's a lot of fun i'm gonna wear maybe a long sleeve shirt tomorrow <laughs> as it is chilly tonight i'm pretty sure it's supposed to be even colder tomorrow and so uh, if you're going to the game tomorrow at least got a glenwood bundle up it's going to be chilly as people are wearing coats blankets hats gloves whatever scarves whatever you can find wear it because you're going to need it tomorrow we'll be there at glenwood doubleheader at least scott and glenwood first game first pitch set for 4 o'clock. We'll go on the air about 3.45, 3.50 and have the coverage for you all night long. And again, this has been the Orthopedic Clinic Post Game Show. Lee Scott falls to Glenwood 9-3 to here at home. They fall to 10-3 and overall and Glenwood improves to 15-3. and For my broadcast partner, Christian Griffin, I'm Jacob Goins. I appreciate you all tuning in here on AU100, AU100FM.com and the AU100 app. Until tomorrow, Lee Scott falls to Glenwood 9-3 to here at home. Stay safe. I'll talk to you later and go Warriors. You've been listening to Lee Scott Warrior Baseball, brought to you by Auburn Express Towing on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, sponsored by the Orthopedic Clinic, Auburn Express Towing, also Brook Law Group, the Gouge Performing Arts Center, Auburn Bank, and Russell Building Supply. This broadcast is copyrighted by Radio Alabama for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast, descriptions, or accounts of the game without Radio Alabama's consent is strictly prohibited. Thanks for listening.